it's time to get your sip on. Use your phone, a tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining is the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A couple wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you a sip Welcome, welcome, welcome What up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade Where we are serving tea without the shade Like we always motherfucking do Pull up a seat and let's start this damn sip set Welcome back, oh welcome, Oh my god, I welcome. missed you guys, hi What's going on, it's been a while It's been, it's been a month Right? A month and a half, really. Sippers, did y'all miss us? We are back. We are back in the place to be. Happy fall. Happy fall. It's It actually is chilly this morning, so... It felt, felt amazing to me. I'm super excited. All right, we are not alone. Obviously. We obviously. got somebody special in the building. Say what's up. The one. Say what's, up. what's good? What's the good, only, Mr. Cardi. Cardi X is in the building. Hey. Hey. We're going to get into who Cardi X is a little bit later, but really quickly, he is a St. Pete native. He has his own band here that we love. We're going to ask more questions about that in a little bit. Happy to have you on here, Cardi. I'm glad to be here, bro. Now, I need you to be yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. We don't hold back. At least we don't try to. I don't hold back none. <laughs> yeah, I'll be at me in trouble all the time. Oh, okay. All Just, right, cool. did That's y'all, all I need to hear. Did y'all, um, did that time change set y'all off yet? Yeah, I was. Fall back, so. I actually, uh, I woke up at the regular time, and I'm looking around like, like hold up, God, I got too much energy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like I feel good in the morning. Something ain't right. Mm. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> like, oh, what's this? Is weird. <laughs> yeah, is I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad for it. I'm glad that we got this our our, t- our time back. I think it's weird though. Can we just get rid of it? Well, you know, Florida actually voted to have that. Uh, daylight saving time to be permanent, like to do away with it. White folks always messing with stuff. It's not I don't really need it I don't, anymore. I don't. I don't like it. But they it. do. They do. <laughs> but I do feel like I win something. But in my mind, I'm like, I didn't win anything. They you, just, they just gave you the, the time back that you already had. Right. Like it's just a mind trick. They manipulating us. I don't like it, y'all. <laughs> I don't like it. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our weekly check in. How about our monthly check in? I know. How's your month been, Cardi? How's your month been? I don't know yet. You don't know yet. No. The whole of October. You don't know how the oh, whole of October. Yeah, how okay. October My go? bad. I thought you were talking about November. I was going to say too early. For October, October was cool. I uh, I went like underground and pretty much. Like Harriet Tubman? Like, like what Harriet you Tubman. saying, bro? <laughs> you know, just trying to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Shay said that too. Shay said he went underground too. It must be a, the, the dark skin brother thing. It, that's what it is. October is going underground. It's Mercury. It's the Mercury Gatorade, bro. We had the Gatorade. <laughs> Not retrograde. <laughs> how was your month? My month has been good. I've just been trucking along. I'm trying my hardest to like Orlando. I know. I saw your post the other day. You said you missed Tampa. Oh, my God. Simply, she missed us. She missed the Tampa people. I always said that. People were like, oh, somebody was, was fresh and was like, oh, people didn't like Miss Tampa when they was here. I was like, lies and deception. I've always <laughs> been like, I love Tampa. Have you? Well, you're, I, I'm not... I'm not questioning you. Like, I didn't know that. Like, you always oh, love yes. Tampa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I chose Tampa. Like, I think it's so funny when you are a, a transport, you know, like, 
I decided to live here because I liked it. I, I, I'm from New York. I was born and raised there, you know, and I chose Tampa. So people who are from other areas and they come into a new place, it's always weird for me when they discredit the place they're in because yeah. didn't you just choose it? Like, <laughs> what? I think a lot of people end up carrying the same shit they had happen in their own state to yeah. the new state. And they say they move from there thinking it's going to be different. But it can't be any different because you're still doing the same thing you did in in your previous day. You still stage. suck, yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So. How's your month been, Jay? Yo, my month has been interesting. You know, I did not hibernate. Like my, like my brother. people don't. You know, but... Uh, <laughs> You like to be out and about. We trying to get a tan, y'all. I need y'all. that sun. I need that sun. We trying. But, you know, I uh, moved to my new, my own place. Yay! So, uh, that's been exciting. because clean, clean, clean. Clean, clean, because the last two and a half years, I've had a roommate. Because the struggle has been real out here in these streets. A to the men. So, but the men to the A. Moved to my own place. And so, I'm also about to... Started working on my audio book for Noesis. That's mm-hmm. dope. So, I'm excited about Congratulations, that. Congratulations, bro. Thank you, thank you. So, that's kind of just been on a grind mode. Trying to finish out 2019 on a positive note. And I've been dating somebody consistently. She's cute. She's really freaking cute, bro. Right. She's cute. Yo, okay, so let me tell y'all, Jay checked the hell out of me. I like did. the shit. I did. Not out really. Of, no, it Not was a, really. I'm giving you props. Take okay. it. Take okay. it. Take okay. it. Okay, so one of the girls that I set him up on a blind date with, she posted a really cute picture. Yeah. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. So she posted a really cute picture. So I sent it to him like, Negro, she cute though. Like, you know. <laughs> this nigga, <laughs> he, gonna, he gonna send me a picture of him and his new chick, like, but she cuter. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> oops, I couldn't say nothing. She's really freaking cute. Shout out to my new lady friend. Hey, I was like, are you, are you I ain't gonna saying, name her yet. I ain't gonna names? name her now. Nah, I ain't saying Are names. we using words and things? I have a question. Are you a good hooker-upper? She, yes. Ooh. No. See? No. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Elle's a great wingman. I am. Um, I bring she's all the She's a great wingman, but she's not a great hooker-upper. Oh, my God. I'm going to need your own that. I got a homegirl. I ain't going to shout her out because she low-key brands herself as, like, the master hooker-upper. Oh, gosh. Every single time, disaster. Like, Thank she, you. She, she, one chick she sent me, I was like, sis, she looks like Eddie Murphy. Ooh. Ooh. Why are you deep side like that? That's just rude. Yeah, mustache and all. I'm like, bro, like then she sent me a random um a random text one day. She's like, uh, I should put that on Facebook. She's like, Would you date a girl with one leg? Oh, like, I remember that. I, I was like, laughing at that. Is this Harlem Nights? Is it Harlem Nights with the girl with the one leg? Yo. Yes, don't make me No no that was no, um, I'm gonna get you a sucker. I'm gonna get you a sucker. Yes, thank you. I'm confusing movies. Well the point is, is women aren't really great hookuppers. I so am. That's... I think the where I went wrong, okay, so this is how I went wrong, Cardi. <laughs> and the sippers already know because they already heard the story. But go ahead. Is <laughs> I made it an open forum, so I posted mm. on my Facebook page like who wants to dwine day. You saw yes. Right. And so the girls applied. So I decided based on the girls who applied, you know what I mean? I think if I, like, normally when I hook somebody up, I think that's where I went wrong. Normally when I hook somebody up, I, I hand select a friend okay. that I mm. think is the right person <laughs> instead of, like, having an open call. So I think that's where I went wrong. Bro, you got to have juice, though, for that. What you mean, juice? But you also got to... To reply. Like, you, you, yeah. Usually it'd be like, this my boy and, you know, blah, blah, oh, she blah. Oh, she did a good a good post about it, though. Yeah. But, but I also think people who claim to be these hook-up people... 
need to know the person that they're actually hooking up. Like, True. you got to know that person's style, what they like, whatnot. Yeah. But anyway, that's not getting too off on a tangent. Okay. I got a boo right now, but we ain't official official. So I'm still single. That's fuck. So let's get it. <laughs> that sounds so suspect, y'all. <laughs> These Negroes, you cannot trust them. Hey, you keep it, you keep it in the stack. Man. Hey. All right, we doing listener shout out? Yeah, let's do a listener shout out. Shout out who you listen, who be listening. So the listener shout out actually is going to go out to everyone who has listened to All T No Shade during the break. We haven't recorded in over 30 days, but the plays have still been coming in. I don't know if y'all checked it, but October, we still had a uh, shit amount of plays which is amazing. That is love. And so the love is still coming in, so we thank all the sippers for it. Uh, the top three countries for the last 30 days, of course, the United States came in at number one. Shout out to the U.S. Home, the U.S. Number two was Spain. Okay. Spain came in. I you know I'm living for a summer, so you and know, then, uh, my people from there. You know. Then the U.K. U.K. came in three. In the top two cities, Tampa and Barcelona, Spain. So whoever it is in, in Barcelona, Spain, who is giving us love of all tea, no shade, we appreciate that love. We, I want to know who you are. Holler at us on our on our gram. L, what are our socials? You can find us on Instagram at All Tea No Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. We have a page called All Tea No Shade. We also have a group called All Tea No Shade Podcasts and Friends. Hey, hey, hey. So add us. Share us. Slide in the DM. Slide in his DM. Slide in the DM. Why you gotta be such a creep about it? <laughs> always. That's how you like say he it. always takes it that like one extra step. Do it one time, Cardi. Like, don't slide. don't do it. Don't fall into the trap. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, please. I ain't smooth like that. Okay. All right. Moving forward. All right. So we're gonna go into the who am I? So who am I, Cardi? Basically. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tell them what it is. I'm about to, I'm about to, do, her, I'm about to do her part. <laughs> Negro. First of all, it is. Who are you? Who am I? Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, Shay. Shut him down. Giggles and wiggles. Hit that. Hey. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. So, who am I? I'm actually switching up. Who am I? Okay. So, because y'all never get it. What? It'll take like six years just uh. to get one person. Moving on. So, who am I? Is I am going to tell you a scenario, uh-huh. and then I am going to give you three people who could it could it could possibly be. Okay. You have to pick who you think it is. Easy enough. I like multiple choice. Okay. I know. I got to. I had to multiple choice it for y'all. All right. So this R and B crooner got super drunk. And was caught recently hmm. singing a ballad to himself. Wow, to himself? Yes. Wow. Is it A, Miguel, uh-huh. B, John Legend, wow. C, Usher? Mm. I um, don't think John Legend would get lit like that anymore. So I'm going to go with Usher. Okay, C. I'm going to go with... Uh, be partly because I don't think I'm on the same path with John Legend, but that's some light skin shit, and I think that <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> Miguel's light skin too. Though. That's what I'm saying. So I think it's Miguel. Oh, okay. Uh, Usher. 
Well, we about to sing a question, so I got hope. I got faith. So you're Miguel, and you are <laughs> Usher. 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 <laughs> and you guys are both wrong. Wow, it was, it was John Legend. actually John Legend. I should have known it was John Legend when she said crooner. Yes, John Legend. Oh, she said crooner. John Legend got wine drunk at Universal Studios. I was going to say, I knew it was wine. <laughs> and he got up on stage, and he sang all of you, but he changed the words oh, to all of me. And he was crooning himself. Uh, he was serenading what, what, himself. It's actually... Actually, pretty hilarious. Was he hugging himself? He was wearing a onesie (laughs) with his face on it. You said a onesie? Yes, a onesie with his face on it. That's a dark skin. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it was like a costume party, and they were all there for universe. It it was supposed to be, it was a dare, and he did it. I like John Legend. Did you see recently he said he's going to redo the song that was very creepy? The the Christmas song when we did a podcast on it and the, the lyrics were like he was re- almost like he forced himself. Oh, on the, the old air, school joint. The old oh, yeah. school joint. Yeah. Where that song it's was. It's cold, it's cold outside. outside. Remember yeah, we did a podcast cold, yeah. on that. Oh, so he's gonna redo so it. So he's gonna redo it so it's less rapey, <laughs> as they say. So, all right. I guess. <laughs> I literally have no idea how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Okay. I didn't even, yeah. <laughs> All right, so this, <laughs> I hate all of you. I'm just saying. Now just going to keep going. Yeah. Sorry. It was, a, it was a good song. Okay. So this guy is a director mm-hmm. who is big in the industry, and he currently has created two opportunities for two of our faves to Tyler come Perry. back. I hate you. Yeah, I, was, oh, I don't even need the options. I don't even need the options on that one. It's either Tyler or Spike. Yeah, it had to be Tyler because Tyler's doing some big things he's, right he now. Is. But go ahead, though. I'm sorry that I was so good on that one. Though. First of all, he's very competitive, just so you know. I like it. So now, <laughs> I, I can't even. I'm just saying. I don't know. If I, can I give that a point, Chad? Because Cardi didn't have a chance. Yes, it's a point. That's a point. What do you mean? Okay, so you guys are even right now. He didn't get John Legend. No, I got that he one. He got Miguel. Yeah, neither one of you got the first one. Oh, yeah, and true. so both of you got the second one. So you're even. Oh, so if we both get it, we get a point. Gotcha. Okay. And not who got it first. Check. No. Okay. But we can do who gets it no, first. No, it's all right. Sippers. I mean, see how she's coming here switching things up for season three, but it's all good. I am. I'm trying a thing or two. Okay, guys? So who are the two people that he's giving big opportunities to? Can we guess those? Because I think I, I think I know. Ooh. Eddie Murphy. Okay. And Will Smith. You were very close. So it wasn't people. It was. Oh. I, I specifically didn't say people. He created opportunities for two of our faves, which is Coming to America mm-hmm. and Bad Boys are both being filmed currently at Tyler Perry's studios. So I was right. That's just it, though. Just the. Filming it at his studio. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, there's a lot of, like, people who are going crazy. They're like, oh, my God, Tyler Perry is directing Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys, what, 3, 4? I can't remember this point. I think I'm going to hear it. That's my version of whatever that theme song is. Wow, that was pretty. Like, what do they say? Exactly. Right. That's it. Um, it's they're not. It's a any studio. It's like if you were to rent out Disney Studio. Yeah. Okay, it's good. the same. I'm excited for. That's her, terrifying. For the thought of him directing Man, yeah, an action movie. Should. 
He should never do that. He but should never. Remember I when he did Alex Cross? Yeah. Well, he... Alex Cross wasn't well, that wasn't bad, though. It wasn't his fault, but he still... Every, just looking at his face playing that role, I just expect him any minute to be like, shut the hell up, like <laughs> Medea or something. Yeah. I just can't... Can't take him serious. I can't take him seriously. He's pretty much he's pretty much typecasting locked, himself. Yeah, he yeah. himself in. yeah, but I think that studio is a, is, a, is dope though. Like I'm I'm so yeah, glad exactly. that he's going to present yeah. so many opportunities for Black people. I just black think actors. it's amazing. It's the biggest movie theater, movie studio. Excuse me, in the whole of the U.S. I think oh, it is. I think it, I heard it's See, bigger than Hollywood and Disney's combined. Yeah, it, it, he's no, it's three. It's like it's Hollywood, three. Disney, and something else all combined. Yeah. God damn. I mean, I saw it, and it looks like a little town of itself. Yeah. And every building and every house that's in that um, studio mm-hmm. has been built to code. So even if the studio goes away. The houses can stay up. People can move in those houses because they've been built to code. That's amazing. Yeah, it's so, so smart. It's so amazing. I wonder what that's... the second time, though. How that's... What do you mean second no. time? It's the second black studio. Yeah, Both. he had one before, right? No, the, uh, in like the early... Like the 50s or 60s, a black couple had a studio out in like uh, Arkansas or something like that. Okay, okay. represent OGs. Did not know that. Two and one for the team. All right, what do we got next? Another um, one? Damn it, I had a point. Shay, you just got me all twisted up. Girl, you got me twisted. Okay, never mind. We'll, we'll move on. It'll come back to me eventually. Or maybe not. All right, so this R&B diva is mm. ready for the holiday season. Oh, gosh. Mariah Carey. <laughs> Am I just that obvious? I'm trying to make it easy. The boy is but good. Not. The boy is good. You gotta get that one to him. Gut. Did you have that one? No. I didn't even get to finish though. That's the problem. <laughs> because <laughs> only, look, he didn't even get a chance. There's only one person who comes around every Christmas who's an R&B diva. Mariah Carey. Was it Ken Jennings, the dude on Jeopardy? Who just wiped everybody out? Yeah, that's who he's being right now. <laughs> Finishing ten questions before the right, year. like he's so competitive, he can't even stop himself. Like it's physically impossible. <laughs> I can't even be like chill, bro. I need you on game night, bro. These chicks be whooping my ass. Oh. Down with it. He's, he's good on game yeah. night. I always put him on my team, low key. Yeah. All right. Contain yourself, sir. I will. I'll Let me up. just at least finish. No, I'm enjoying it, though. <laughs> no. I'm going to make it so much harder next week because clearly my shit is not as hard as I thought I'm it was sure going to be. I'm going to try to do what he's doing and it's going to fail. That's not bad, right? She's going to say something be like, Che Guevara. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I hate y'all. I heard that. What is your shit? It's hard. I hate you. Y'all know what I meant. <laughs> Ew. All right. I just missed the man moment. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, though. I don't even want to do it anymore. No. No. Come on. Come on. on. We will come back to this next episode and it will be better because I can't. I can't. It's not that you're not doing good. I'm just doing great. The guest interviews. Fine. 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 We have somebody in the building. So, sippers. We have. So rude. I don't know if I could do multiple choice anymore. We have a local legend. In the house. Ooh, I like the music. Who do you think That's you is, Shay? You be setting the mood. Yeah, you you see him? So, we're happy to have Mr. Cardi X on All T No Shade for the episode. He has his his own band called Venus Blue, correct? Yes, sir. Um, tell us about 
Uh-uh, wait, and he's a dope poet. Oh, that's true. Do not skip oh, yeah, that's true. the fact this sometimes. boy got bars, y'all. I forgot about that. He, <laughs> he got bars. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. Tell us about who was Cardi X, man. Like, who who, who are First you? First of all, I gotta feel so bad for you because I literally hate, like, that question altogether. It's so, <laughs> like, how do you explain all of who you are? I just realized what song that is. That's, that's his own damn song. <laughs> Which is dope. It's always dope when, like, sometimes I do a little test when I'm uh, with my friends. I play something we're working on, and I mm-hmm. don't tell them it's us. Yeah. And so they go, what's this? I'm like, it's good. Because people, people full of shit. Like, They'll can you me. jam to your own ish? Yeah. yeah. You people tell you it's to. good because they know it's you. Absolutely. And they yeah. set a bar down here. They don't want to hurt your feelings. Exactly. Or it's not good, so. I'm not a friend, though. Hey. I tell you. You need to. Tighten up. What made you get into music? Like, what was your first love that... Well, my dad, um, he uh, he came up in Anguilla, um, and he, him and his brothers and family, they wanted to be like the Jackson Five, basically. Okay. And um, he always had a dream to have his kids do music, mm. and um, so when we started out, uh, we had a family group, a gospel group. Mm-hmm. Like you ever like quartet gospel? Yeah. Yeah, like the, the blind ba- bl- uh, blind boys of Alabama, Canton Spirituals type shit and um that's kind of you know the what we came up in and uh was he like joe jackson he was i'm sorry it's a question i had to ask pops was like when people meet my dad now yeah and that's the thing i found out isn't that rare is when west indian men become older and they start kind of simmering down. My mm. friends are like, your dad's a nice person. I'm looking like, I don't know who this nigga is. Yeah. Oh, my God. My daddy is the same, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, y'all don't even understand. And don't, don't they make you feel crazy? Yes. You're like, yo, my daddy is, like, he has issues. Yeah. And they're like, who, your dad? Never. And, and I'm... <laughs> Oh my god! So you just, just talk right so to my heart. This like, is therapy for me right now yes. because they just had a, a West Indian moment. <laughs> Y'all don't even understand black, how real my that black is. Black American moment is nothing. <laughs> is that not, nothing. Is that not like the same for y'all? Do like y'all family people don't temper down when they get older? I think that's natural for people in general to, to temper down. Right. So it's not just West Indian people. No. Don't do it. I us. think the difference is uh, the their culture, it, their craziness is justified. Yeah. And and so then when he when he you know my dad think everything he did was justified. Look, just saying. I, I look at it. I'm like I appreciate it. Yeah. But I'm not. I can't do it like that, man. Like he just made my sister sneaky. Mm. That's another. That's a whole other thing, I guess. But uh, yes, I am Cardiax, and I am the founder and leader of the band Venus Blue. How many um, band members are in the in, a, in the band officially? Because I don't really count our musicians because they're pretty much. Mercenaries are for hire, so it's oh, the core of the group is uh, four of us. It's uh, me, Andrea Young, Jessica Sweet, and Shelby Barnes. Nice. I think I'm friends with Jessica on Facebook. Okay, yeah. Other, other couple, other few I'm not friends with on Facebook. Holla at your boy. <laughs> All right. So, what made you decide to create the band? Well, we were in another group, um, and we kind of had a different vision than. Um, what they were trying to do. Yeah. I tried to stick it out, you know, um, because it was like a, a um, kind of like a mutiny for me. Mm. And I was kind of that guy's right hand man. Mm. And I was like, you know, let's just give it a shot. And when we presented our ideas to that person, he, yeah. um, wasn't having it. 
wasn't having it. So they kept saying, like, we really want to just be us. be a part of what, you know, yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. the vision you have. So um, that's kind of pretty much how it happened. I ended up um, starting a whole separate entity. And we had been rocking together for a couple of years at that point. Yeah. So we had a feel for each other's tendencies. It didn't, we didn't, I didn't feel like we had to build from the ground up. Mm-hmm. The only thing we had to do at that point was learning how to harness our creative energy mm-hmm. um, because we were merely a cover band. Okay. Everything was just covers and that shit got boring. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, no, like, you know, um, and we found a way to incorporate, excuse me, we found a way to incorporate it all. And that's how Venus Blue emerged four years ago. That's what's up. Are y'all, um, what can people find you at, though? Where's your music going? Uh, we, uh, you can find us, well, on any major platform. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You do poetry, too. I do. So, what made you get into poetry? <laughs> I seen you do poetry first before I saw you do music. Word. Well, what made me, okay, so, I didn't know I was doing poetry. Okay. I was a kid. Uh, and it was a girl that I liked. It's always some big booty Judy. Always it? some girls. The, actually, she was a kind of a weirdo. She was uh, hey, ner- nerds are sexy too. Yeah, she was. She wasn't um, typically what people would go for, especially mm-hmm. at my age. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, she was. Uh, but she was so dope to me. She was funny. Um, she was hella smart. She was like one of the smartest people I had met at that point. Yeah. And so, um, I felt like anytime I wanted to get her attention, I have felt like I felt like I had to come from a deeper place. Mm-hmm. Um, she, um, so I sat down and I remember just writing to her, and she was like, "You wrote me a poem," and I was like, "Well, it was more so my feelings, mm, your thoughts, yeah, yeah." And at that point, I started to realize, like, "Yo, I actually I'm fond of like vernacular." And mm-hmm. how to express myself creatively and in a bright way. Yeah. And that's pretty much how I came to How be. I, yeah. Yeah. It was like I accidentally became a poet. It was a poet who didn't know it. That's the best because that meant that it was in your soul. Like, it was just always supposed to be. Yeah. All right. We're going to do highs and lows. So okay. what's the highest high you had as a musician? <sighs> Let me see. Um... The highest high I had a musician, actually, this wasn't the most significant career-wise. Okay. But it was the most significant um, confidence-wise. Mm. Um, I was a, this was my family band, and we had just went to my aunt's church. Well, she's my cousin. But you know how when you got a cousin that's a lot older, you Black call Black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's auntie. My auntie cousin. My what, auntie Carmen. What, whatever. <laughs> we went to her church, and um, all the musicians, like, everybody was just s- astonishing. Like, I hadn't heard shit like that before. Yeah. And then we got up there, and um, we killed it. Yeah. Oh, it's a bad we feeling. The, everybody was standing up. Yeah, applauding. The other musicians yeah. were just kind of like, you know, and that was... Again, not the most significant in my 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 artist my artistry career, but as far as that was the first time that you realized has, you actually could do it. I could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good moment. Yeah. What was the lowest lowest moment? The lowest moment was our EP release party. Mm. Okay. That was about two years ago. Um, because 
everything fell apart. But set the background. I need to know what happened. So my keyboardist couldn't do it. He pulled out at the last second. Ooh. And um the sound guy couldn't make it at the last minute too. Found out they were on the same gig. Yeah. Uh, um, and so we're sitting here like, what the fuck? Yeah. So there's certain songs that we were performing for my EP, like the one he was playing the first time, Black Girl Magic. Mm-hmm. I have an effect on my voice. You know that chopping screw sound mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Board or so. Yeah. I had my my keyboardist. He uses um his uh, equipment and he produces that sound for me. Yeah. So I play while at the same time. Yeah. I rap that part. So it was certain songs we had to cut yeah. and we had to improv. Oh, yeah. So it ended up being a good show. Yeah. yeah. But it was such a letdown because yeah. we had, like, we put my ass into these songs. Yeah. Right. And um, you had a set idea of what you wanted that exactly, to be yeah. and to have to change it. Yeah. And, and I, being the leader of the band, yeah, I felt like I disappointed everybody, even though. It wasn't your fault. And the good thing is, at audience, we don't know, right? True. Unless it's like a complete meltdown. Yeah. As in the fans, we don't know the struggles that's happening. True. But you know personally. Yeah. And that's what makes it feel like, feel that way. So, yeah. I wanted to physically assault people. It's the worst. Like a <laughs> like a performance that you're not happy with. It could have been a good performance. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's good or bad. It's just a performance you're not personally yeah, happy with. Yeah. There's literally like the type of anger is unreal and the type of disappointment is unreal. It's un- like you can't even, I can't even explain it. Yeah. You only know if you know. That's it. That's it. Right. <laughs> that's you got anything it. new coming out anytime Wait, soon? Wait, not oh. done yet. So <laughs> what's your lowest low as a poet? My lowest low is, you know, to be honest, that makes me nervous. I don't have any. Oh, so far, and, and it makes me nervous because I don't really take poetry that seriously. As far as you're yeah. so freaking good, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, when I hear everybody talk about how they bombed on stage, because I so like the the situation I thought was gonna bomb. Somebody asked me to do a Valentine's Day ball. Uh-huh. Okay, I have a poem called Head. It's a metaphor. I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his poetry is always a little risque. Yeah, I'm like and... you frustrated, bro. <laughs> Are we? Okay. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here like, you didn't tell me that it was for church people. Oh. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm wow. like. You don't let me die almost. Church so, people freaky as hell. They are, but they're the most shamed people on the planet Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything living is just shame. If you go to the wrong church, if you go to the wrong church, shout out to Designers Way. That, that's it's real. in that's Brandon. Real. It's, it's dope. You could come as you are. Look, I but the that was supposed to be my night to bomb, uh-huh. and I just freestyled. Yeah, yeah. I wish you would have just done the poem head. That would have been hilarious. Now you should have recorded it. It would have been like the most viral video I did, ever. I did do my poem deep that same night. Okay. I, um, you know the blaster joint. Um, let me go deep. Oh yes. yes. I got a poem to that. And um, I did do that. You had a moment there. You okay? <laughs> That's some jam. Oh, okay. Just checking. <laughs> I uh, hate him. <laughs> but it ended up being dope. But I haven't had. A bad poetry low yet. That's okay. good. That's good. That's I think it's good. I'm like, yeah. 
It's like, or is it like the porch, you guys? Or, you know, it's like, oh, no, nigga, I owe you. And I'm going to get on a big, big stage and then bomb. just bomb. People are like, shit, it's trash. Let's not put it out in the universe. <laughs> right, right, yeah, we don't believe putting bad stuff out in the You're universe. Right. What's your highest height as a poet? My highest height as a poet would be this contest that I won. Um, it wasn't a poetry contest, which... Makes it even more difficult because yeah. just minute that people like poetry, people would be like, "Ugh, really?" There's a video of it. My boy commented on it, and I didn't even notice um, that it happened until I read his comments. So I saw the video. Um, it was like a live. It was just live music. Everybody was singing, and mm. it was some beast up there. And then I um I got up there and did my poem. It was the deep one. And literally, as soon as I started talking, because when people know when somebody's doing poetry, everybody in the crowd's just <sighs> they're talking. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Because typically, a lot of spoken word is boring. I don't like a lot of spoken word, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Spoken word is so, it's so amazing because if the wrong person does it, they can immediately, A, make you super uncomfortable. Yeah. Or B, like, put you to sleep. Yeah. But, like, if the right person does it, it can transform you. Like, yeah. it is amazing. As soon as I started, it was like, let me go. And the crowd just stopped. And they went crazy. That's my shit, for real. That's a good song. You know, um, you know, David Tolliver? Wait, can I I get a little bit of that? Do you remember any of that poem? Ooh, putting you right on the spot. Don't you like it? Okay. I'm going to hear deeper you in her head, because I I know I remember her head. But not not the whole thing. Not the whole thing, just a little little bit. Well, you stopped me. Okay, you stopped me when, whatever, whatever. I just want some head. Dome, top, whatever colloquialism you choose to call it, I just want to get inside that vessel that contains your knowledge. See, your eyes look like nebulous, trapped in amber. You have the mind of a genius at the strut of a panther. So baby, let my wordplay be the foreplay. Relax, I got it on lock so you can close those thighs because tonight we're thinking outside of your box. So why don't you lay back and let me give you this thesis. Shit, suck my synopsis until I secrete my secrets. And tonight, when I tell you that I want head, you don't have to worry about sore knees or jaw fatigue because I'm trying to get off in the spiritual realm. And for that, you need celestial techniques. So again, I ask, baby, can I have some head? Let me lay you down in a bed made from the pages of every book that I've ever read. See, I'm moving towards you at the... Oh, see, I forgot. There that's all right. That's all right. Hey, it's, like, it's been a minute. Right. Good. Good. Amazing. Good job. Good. That was some quotables up in there. Well, right, yes, I do know. No, David. Daytime is what. Daytime. Mm-hmm. Daytime. Quick yeah, question. Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys have been watching um, The Voice. Mm-hmm. But there is a St. Pete singer. That's right. That's like one of my best friends. You know her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we voting for the homie. Yeah. Well, vote we, for Kale- we, Shout we out to Kalia. Do we? we get the vote in the voice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Yeah. Shout out to Kalia and Yeah, that's one of my best friends. She has Man, been blowing thing. the house down. It, she can sing. It was crazy. Is I always told her she could win one of those competitions, and the reason why it's not just. Being a beast vocalist, there's a million beast vocalists. Yeah. Beast vo- she has that tone. Mm-hmm. She's like the love child of, of uh, Nita Baker and Whitney. It's mm-hmm. so unique. Yeah, and she's super talented. My major concern for her is there's no personality yet. Like mm-hmm. I can see her and know that she has personality, yeah. but in the show, I couldn't tell you if she was a bubbly person. I couldn't right. tell you if she was afraid. I couldn't tell you who she is. You know, she's what I mean? kind of um. 
she's a cyborg in a sense of I came here to destroy shit and leave. Yeah. yeah. And I, the voice is a different arena, so I get why people say that. Yeah. At first, I was like, I was, a, I was like defensive. Yeah. But first, somebody say that, I was like, I knock your ass. I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I know what I mean as far as that arena goes. Um, she's she's guarded and she got yeah. the voice is like for people to vote because there's so many people giving their sob story. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to give her sob story, but she's got to let the people in so mm-hmm. that we can be like it's reality TV. I know her. That's her real life. Yeah. Her real life is unless you know her, right? Yeah. Like I know her. Like a lot of people don't. Yeah. So all they know is she comes and she kills shit and then. Vanishes yeah. in a mysterious fog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your socials? Uh, my social security number is now. Um, wow. right, we don't want to put that out there. <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> we all about to get your pension. <laughs> hey. Uh, Cardi uh, with the K K A R T I um, X E X um, on Facebook. What's my IG? I think it's Cardi. I, don't have I love when people hand. ask us about their own stuff. Yeah, because my bandmates usually tell me everything. Like, Shame. I'd be like, what's my number? They'd be like, Shame on you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's Cardi X. I think it's both. No, Facebook. I mean, IG is Cardi, just X, not EX. I think if you type in Cardi, I think it, it, it'll, 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 start, it'll start popping up. Yeah. Yeah. There's not too many people that spell it that way, so. Well, we're happy, happy to have you on the show. Yeah, sure. thank you for joining us. All right, we are going to go ahead and move into our... F- oh, you got this, Shay. <sighs> yes. All right, we're going to go ahead and move into our main tip. Hey, go TJ, ahead, Mr. Shay. Do you know what time it is? Yeah, what time it is? Hey, L, do you know what time it is? I do hey, not Cipers, know. do you know what time it is? They always know. Time for the main sip, the main sip, I said it's time for the main sip, the main sip, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready, ah, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready, ah, time for the main sip, the main sip, I said it's time for the main sip, the main sip, get your <laughs> you cup ready, drink ready, tea ready, ah, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready, ah, yes, 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 yes. yes. You might as well get used to that. That's how we do. That's it, how we this do. This is what happens when you leave your co-host <laughs> alone with all the equipment. He comes back. He comes back with just craziness, Shoot. but he's so hype about it. Yeah. And it's just like we're gonna have Cardi. We're gonna do a whole damn band session for our next uh, intro. <laughs> you don't understand, Let Cardi. Me know. He goes hard on the paint for this damn song. Yeah, and it's so trash. For the podcast. Everyone loves it. Loves it. I don't know why. I'm Such over it. For season hater? three, can we actually get why a singer a to sing that? Absolutely not. It'll be like it could be <laughs> your words. Not. You can be the no. writer. You wrote it. Congratulations. No, but can we get like an actual singer no. to sing it's it? It's not supposed to be too serious. It's but it no. should be good though. It, it should be good. Did you like it? Oh, I don't. I'm over it now. Like it was funnier before. Not so much. All right, the main sip today is the struggle. It's real. Is so eternal. The struggle is real. real. So everything that we've seen as an adult that we realize, man, the struggle is damn real right now. So, Sippers, we definitely want to know what your struggles are as well. Anything that you say, damn, the struggle is real right now, let us know what that struggle is. We want to know. Okay, the struggle is real for men, especially black men, when they convince their own selves that they are predators. 
All right, so the struggle is real for men, especially black men, when they convince themselves that they're predators. Okay, explain. So on Facebook, there was this post, right? Really super cute baddie of a girl. And it had like a little scenario. It was like, imagine if your fiance came and said, um, sorry, I can't live here anymore with you and your daughter who just recently moved back from college mm -hmm. because I'm too tempted. Right. And then obviously the daughter is like bad as hell. Mm. And then the question was, well, what would you say to him? Right. And in the comment session, in the comment section, it was like girls were like, girls and guys were like, oh, well, she bad. He can't help himself or, oh, damn. I mean, he ain't had a choice. She throwing it out there like that or like women are like men will be men. Right. And I was reading it and I thought in my head. So I'm doing this new tactic where you treat yourself like a child. And so, and explain your, you explain, I know what you, mean. you explain to yourself as if you were talking to yourself as a child, okay. right? And so I'm like, well, how would I explain this to myself as a child? And I'm like, this makes no sense. So, so many of the men were like agreeing that this would be really difficult and impossible and they might move out. And I'm like, you are telling yourself low key that you're a predator. You're telling yourself that you cannot control your own body right mm. there's like this ideology that men can't control themselves like can't if, control their sexual urges. they can't mm. control their sexual urges that you know it's impossible sometimes if the temptation is there and i call bullshit and i like this yeah. is the thing this this these are the like the things that are kind of secret that we don't, that aren't as like in your face mm -hmm. that you don't realize really messes up with how people view people. Like people view men as dangerous, especially, mm -hmm. black, especially men, black men as yeah. dangerous because in their head, they think they cannot control their sexual urges. We all know that people can be responsible for themselves. Yeah. Men, men can definitely control our, our sexual urges. I will say that it, I think it's hard to, not look right visually like if someone you, doesn't just because you're looking at something doesn't mean you have to act on what you're looking mm -hmm. at right and so in that situation if if that person is visually appealing can i control not glancing looking yes but but doesn't mean i won't glance every now and then but that doesn't mean you have to act on the sexual right. urge though yes we don't have a lot of room to be human I'd agree with that. That is 100%. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. People are like, oh, you're going too deep. And I'm like, no, like this is why people are scared because they mm -hmm. people, you guys are reinforcing that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Black men don't have a lot of ability to be human. Right. Cry. Well, I mean, you have me, feelings. Let me tell you, that's a whole other subject. The struggle, is, how, how the struggle is real or not. How black men are not allowed to even come close to being on the same emotional um display as other people yeah, and it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's serious for real all right what's one for you cardi what's the struggle is real for you shit that you just noticed out in the world or are you dealing with personally dealing personally shit um like i said i wouldn't really like prepare like that <laughs> but here's what i say just goddamn 30s 
I was not ready. I was not ready, y'all. My 30s. The struggle is real. You right. Slipped a disc playing 2K. (laughs) You know, like how I do that. (laughs) From shit like that. I need you to go in the gym. I need you to do something with your back. I, I had the revelation. I was like, damn, like, you know, I had to catch up with the notion of like actually have to work out to look good. Mm-hmm. Versus twenties, like mm-hmm. I would wake up and eat like hot fries and shit. Like, yeah. like it didn't matter. My system, my my yeah. metabolism was a fucking furnace. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, I don't know how high. deep in the thirties you are, but you in the thirties, you don't even have to work out to look good. You have to work out to feel good. To feel good. Because yeah. if I don't work out, all of a sudden my back is hurting, yeah. my hips hurt, like out of nowhere. <laughs> but if I am working out, it does. It I, does. That's what I keep saying. Like, I have to ask, I gotta put effort in this. <laughs> in my body, I actually have to take care of this thing. <laughs> that's, actually one of, that's actually one of my struggles. I said, struggles for us, that losing weight. I, like, I never would have thought it would be this so, be so difficult to lose weight as I've gotten older. You know, I, I think I feel, it's especially harder for men. I feel like I gotta cut out almost everything good just to lose a pound, Mm-mm. you know, but it, it is hard. Mm-hmm. It is harder. I actually don't have much of an excuse. Because like one, like for instance, are I've, you about to say something real ignorant? Like my metabolism is fast, and I'm well, gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> right. I look okay. Ready, so geared up. <laughs> well, like I, I decided recently to stop eating after a certain time. Mm-hmm. Pounds just literally. Yes. Like yeah. Um, I stopped drinking so so much sugary shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sugar is my cocaine. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I mean, Sugar's like everyone's soda. cocaine. Yeah, soda is my cocaine. Is what I'm yeah. gonna say. More yeah. intricate. Um and I start doing that, then As it's I like chug it's going a down. Of <laughs> and then, you know, like the working out and stuff, like it's like now like you're supposed to Damn. always stretch before you work out, but now you actually gotta stretch. I have to stretch. Negro before I work out. A Charlie Horse midway through is the most embarrassing thing ever in your life at the gym. You ever caught a cramp fucking like that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I need a banana. Hold on. At first you try to fake it, like you try to hold off like you ain't having a cramp. You're like, oh no. Hold on, hold on, I ain't having no cramp. Hold on. Then you gotta stop. I'm done, y'all. And then she'll be like, You you ain't done on you. No, 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 I, ain't, I got a cramp oh in my, my foot. Yeah, I have sex in the shower. Go drink some water, okay? I, that's really, I had sex in the shower um, in my last relationship. That's I, a dangerous proposition in your 30s. Look, I, I <laughs> nutted in. My legs gave out on me. And I'm sitting there. <laughs> Just on the bottom of the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> it was hanging out on the bottom. Like, I don't know what happened, though. Yo, but you know, 30s, man. <laughs> I would say my 30s have been amazing in comparison to my 20s, and mm-hmm. when it comes to like growth and uh, understanding who I am as a man, as mm-hmm. a person, who I want to be, career-wise, financially, I've been way more stable in my 30s. Like I've, my 30s have been better than my 20s. I, I agree with that, but. Yeah. Mm. That weight loss is a insane shape. It's like it's a thing. Uh, your twenties, that's like your freshman years. Uh, your thirties, um, sophomore. Forties is junior. Fifties is like you know, hey, you done now. Then you graduate to the afterlife. 
<laughs> I'm the old man at the table now. I'm two years from 40. I'll be 40 and 39 in February. I know, nigga, you oh. old. Hey, I'm going to need you to watch that, young buck. Okay. Watch that. Whatever. All right, so my struggle. I, I haven't chosen one yet. Are you trying to skip over me? No, I was just actually commenting okay, on what Cardi was saying, but go never ahead. mind. No, go ahead. I'm listening. My ears go ahead are, and do you, boo. My ears are open. What are you going to say? I was just going to say the thing about 30s that, like, you're unprepared for is you get a lot of a passes on 20s like you get to make a lot yeah. of i will say so i was really on the straight and narrow in my 20s i made very little mistakes mm -hmm. and so i obviously waited for the 30s to do that but you don't get as much like grace <laughs> grace mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if you are going to mess up, please do it in the 20s. Definitely yeah. do it in your 20s. Because 30 is, you know, damn well. Yeah. <laughs> you know better. That's you still 30. fucking up in your 30s. Boy, your 40s going to be a mess. <laughs> so right. my struggle that's real is waking up and going to work every damn day. Like, who came up with this blueprint that we got to work 40 plus hours per, per week? Uh, like, this struggle is real. Sometimes I just want to like, not do this. My situation's so different right now that it's like a like I love it. That's good for you. It's it's so okay. So like being your own business owner switches the game. So a lot of people don't know I'm a lawyer. And I'm excited to go to work. I That's literally good. have I've a, actually never said that statement in my life. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> excited tomorrow to like go into work. I'm going in early and I'm like going in early on purpose just because I want to get more work done throughout the day. And like before it was so hard for me to get up and go yeah. to work. And I started work later. Like I could be, my job was like coming at nine to 10 o'clock. I could come anytime between that. I was obviously coming closer to the 10 than the nine, <laughs> but like I was, and then at one point I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try to get myself into a discipline and a schedule. So I started coming in at work at eight, but coming into work at eight was a struggle every single you, morning. You know what time I go to work? 7 a.m. That's crazy. 7 a.m. to 4.30. Now I love it, though. Monday, Monday through Thursday. Then on Fridays, I'm off. I do 7 to 11. It's only half days. But I don't I, I don't care. I'm one of those people. I hate working. Yeah. I do it because I know I have to. Right. I got bills. I got things I'm trying to work towards. Yeah. But I don't care if I work for a Fortune 5, 100 country. Yeah. Every company. Country. Yeah, country, I hate you. I don't country. want. I hate waking up every day. Going, I, I want to do it for myself. And I think exactly, it's so different yeah. when you're. And I feel like you, you're meant to be a business owner. Like you're meant to be an entrepreneur. You need to yeah. figure that out, sir. Like and that's, that's what I'm doing. I was say that's yeah. what I. It's so different when you like it. When man, you love it, like it's so different. I've been. I had to kind of take a step when I said like I like kind of been on the ground. Yeah, I've been learning. The money game, mm -hmm. yeah, and it's it's exhausting. Money game, you mean like you make stocks and stuff? What do you mean? Yes, everything. Yeah, yeah. Or just money. like money management. Money management, all of it. Learning the the different types of income, yeah, mm -hmm. and all that type of stuff. I'm I I can't I cannot do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, mindset. Yeah, yeah. It's, it starts with my mindset. I'm starting to like learn how to. I'm fighting with getting rid of bad habits and learning good habits. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I want to give it to my kids. Like, I, I thought about it. Um, I, I actually asked a friend of mine, not a friend, a person I know, you know, they came from money. They said that their their parents taught them the difference between um, an asset and a liability. Yeah. Mm. 
I was like, we never had conversations about money like that in my no. household. Right, no, it's crazy, never. isn't it? It was never. get eighteen and get the fuck out. That's yeah. that's yeah. simply what it was. Yeah. And even school, and I heard uh, he told me something that kind of stuck with me. He was like, people think you escape poverty merely from school. He was like, mm. we understand politics are corrupt. Mm. He said we understand like economics is corrupt, but he said people don't understand that academia is corrupt. Mm. And I was like. You know, so he kind of, he gave me a, a, you know, a different mindset, you know, so now I'm kind of chasing my future more yeah. so than living for right hey, now. That's why I am a certified life coach. I'm trying to build that business. I probably do all tea, no shade. I'm trying to build this business. That's real. You know, that's why I'm a writer. Like, but you got to grind at it. I'd rather grind at that than grind it for someone else. That's they real. say fortune, like they said, the majority of fortune 100 CEOs read like a self enrichment book yep. once a week. Yep. And so like my goal is to read at least one once a month. If they can read it once a week, I can read at least read one once a month. You already headed the curve. The average person reads one book a year. Right. Mm, and that's I'm like, pretty bad. If you, like, bad. it's All like people ask, like, how do I do this? How do I learn to be successful? I don't know how to. And I'm like, lies. Because you can go to Barnes and Nobles. You don't even got to buy it. You can sit there all day and read the book. I have definitely done that before. Guilty <laughs> as charged. That's why they say knowledge is power, man. Like, you can learn. You, there are people who have written down a roadmap for you to be successful. And the knowledge is there. You just have to actually spend the time. And that's the problem. Hunger. Actually, that's the problem. To actually people, read it. People want it quick. Yeah. They don't want to put in that work. You know, they don't have that hunger. You know, they don't put, they rather put that time in hanging out with the homies. And, and yeah. The, people want to do that. People want to win the lottery. Yeah. I mean, I do want to do that too. Though. I mean, I'm saying like in the mm -hmm. sense of luck. It's life goals. Yeah, yeah. Like they want, they want to stumble upon some shit. Like I even, the last meeting me and my band had, it was like, you know, a lot of artists, they, they're stuck in this mindset. Like in the 80s and 90s, sure, somebody hear you singing at a fucking gas station. Right. Yeah. And then they take you to know, like, these cats out here. That's not real anymore. It's not real no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. But I will say, though, that I think it's, I would say it's easier to get discovered in today's age than it is back then, though, because mm. everyone, anyone can go viral. The benefits you know, are the just benef different now. The benefits are definitely right. different, but there's so many more avenues for someone to discover you and to find True. you. And so I think that's a good thing, but you still got to put in the work. Question. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen this um, Netflix show with T.I., Cardi B, and... When I, I heard about my it. Barbara, I seen it yesterday, I was getting my yeah. hair cut, and I saw it. It's good. So it's like a rap ballad, a rap challenge show. It's yeah. on Netflix. It's called like Rough Something. I can't remember what it's called. Rhythm and Flow. There we go. I thought it was R. And I love how rough and rhythm in my head go together. Hey, boo. Wow. <laughs> um, so they have these judges, and each one kind of represents something different. So Chance the Rapper, I think he's Chi-Town. T.I. is obviously Atlanta down south. Cardi B is New York. And so each judge is bringing a group of people to the finale or semi-finales, right? And so Cardi B was like, people were coming in and doing these, like, sob stories of, like, oh, my God, my, you know, I need a chance, I just need a chance. And, like, this one girl got pushed through, even though she sh probably shouldn't, mm -hmm. because of the sob story. And then they cued a mm. T.I. And T.I. is like, we don't give out no chances. We don't give out no favors. We don't give out no, you know, passes. You want it, you better earn it. That's real. And... And then he he was like, you know, success is when 
And I was like, I don't even like Tia. He, Tia, he's so problematic sometimes. But he be, <laughs> he do be spitting fire, though. Yeah, he, he said, um, Southern wisdom. It's so good. Like, I hate <laughs> him, but I love him so much. He's so problematic. All right. He's like, success is when opportunity and preparation meet. And so you have to, you might not be getting the chances. You might not be getting the opportunities right now because you're supposed to be in the books. You're supposed to be building and growing so that when you opportunity does come around, you are actually prepared for it. Yeah. And I was like, that is just, and first of all, T.I. ain't let nobody in that wasn't fire. So he clearly is going to win. But like, I thought that was amazing and such a different perspective. It makes me think of uh, that Eminem song, uh, Lose Yourself. Yeah. You know, he said, lose yourself in the music the moment you own you, but it never let it go. Mm-hmm. That, that applies to everything, really, that mm-hmm. you're chasing. It's like, even if you don't really literally get one shot, yeah. the people who take advantage of the moment, they look at it as if that's their only shot. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't know if they can have another one. That's it. What's another struggle that's real for you? I thought, did you go yet? I already did one. I, just, I did mine. What was it? By working every work. day. That's how, we got, how we got to this. Oh. I just like completely went over that one. You guys, whatever. Actually, you, why are you you're such a hater today? I am. Um, I don't I I understand. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. Like, you want to hug it out? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not doing it for the gram. Y'all, no. you don't love me no more. Right. It's so sad. What's the next struggle? All right. My next struggle is that women don't support each other. Mm. It is like. It's like it's not even all women. It's like a, a subsect of women I'm who are get some just. I'm gonna this wine before you destroy it all. Don't judge me. And it's <laughs> like you have like this group of women. Like for me, I can't like I wouldn't be Smile. able to have survived without my sisters. Like I have legitimate friends who I think are sisters who are always there to uplift me or down for me. Like I don't even have to ask. It's already said. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. And so I've recently been like meeting a lot of people. Like, just in general, like, really randomly, though, in, like, different places that are like, oh, I don't have a lot of friends that are girls, and you're cool. And I'm like, cool, you know, I'm down to be the cause. But, like, there are so many of them who keep saying it, and the thought in my head goes, well, then what does that mean about you? Mm. Right? Like, a lot of the times, the things that you have issues with are really a self-reflection of your own issue that you have with it. Like, a lot of women claim that they hate inconsistency, but they're inconsistent. It's the same kind of deal. Amen. Hold on. Say that again. And a woman. We are not going to do that. Say it again. Say it again. Because men are just as bad. Men are just as bad. That's the narrative that men are bad with it. But that's why it's special when you say Don't get in your feelings, but they be in their feelings. Men say, stay in your lane, but they be the first one out their lane. So let's not go ahead and do that. Right? Everybody's guilty of it. But I just like this subset of groups of women who are just like I don't deal with other women and you know that's okay and I'm just like that is a problem with you I actually won't date a woman who does not have other female friends or women friends I don't I think, get it I think it's a huge issue if you have no other women friend that is something that says about you it does it says something about person. you those are usually so. the most egotistical people that yeah. I ever met and they, they say, don't like to be challenged yes mm. they don't like they don't. They can't handle criticism. Yeah. Because in a girl friendship, I don't know how it is for guys' friendships, but in girl friendships, I am going to say it. Like, I'm going to tell my friend if I think she's being problematic, and I'm going to tell her straight up. And I don't feel like I would be a good friend if I didn't. You know what I mean? But that's you, though. Now, everyone's not like that, though. Everyone's not, not going to be as communicative as you are 
but they should be. Yeah. And I can't really, as a man, I can't really speak on women relationships, but what I what I have heard. But you don't really hear men say that. Like, men will be because, like, yeah, I man, don't mess with other men. No, because men really have a different perspective when it comes to how we view friendships and, and struggles or issues. Like, men could literally find out that they were sleeping with the same woman and be upset with it for maybe 30 minutes. It'd be like, you know what? It ain't even that serious. Yeah. Right. I don't like, even get mad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whatever. I'll be like, all right, well, you can have them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, we don't. You're not we, humans. It's so weird. <laughs> but I guarantee you, if another man disrespects another man, yeah. it's going to be an issue. Yeah. It's like, so... we, we do not allow disrespect to any kind of degree. That's like, that's something that we, that's real. we don't want to ever happen. Yeah. Right? But for like. That takes the time to get over it. Yeah, for mm. sure. Like, if I feel disrespected yeah. by another man, yo, like, I'm done. Like, I ain't, I ain't, we ain't got to fight. Just know I'm ghost and we're done. I would like to fight, though. Yeah. All right, what about you, Carter? I would like to fight. You know what? Crunk <laughs> Negro. What's another struggle? Oh, well, he took the other one I was going to say was the, the, the weight loss thing. <laughs> yes. But no, let's talk about it because, child, yeah. it is hard. But you guys are men. I hate y'all. That don't, mean, that don't mean anything though. Like I first of all, I'm in a room full of men, and every single one of them just gave me side eye. Just so y'all know, like <laughs> literally, I did like a full look around the room. I saw Cardi, he gave me the look. I looked at Emmett, Emmett, like what you talking about, hoe? I look at Shay, Shay, like nigga, please. Cause we and all, there's Jay, and Shay, and you know, Jay always got side eye with me. So. We're all in our thirties, and then we're all dealing with weight issues. And yeah. but it, but it comes. I think the biggest issue is that. In our twenties, even as a teenager, we are super, super active. active. And as you get older, you're just not as active as you have to be in order Dang. to find that balance. And so you have to really go out of your way to continue to be active. Which is why I have a bike in the room. I start yeah. biking more. But it, it's I find hard. myself too being more. I'm not antisocial. More apt to be by myself. Yeah. Um. Like uh, in my twenties, like mixed martial arts, like I loved it. Like, I'm always around my boys, and I just... It's lit. It's lit, you know what I mean? Then now, yeah. you know, like, balancing yeah. my kids and... Adulting, man, adulting. adulting. It's, a, it's a struggle. Yeah, 14-year-old. Isn't that scary, though? Because doesn't that kind of mean at some level that you're kind of, like, giving up on yourself? Because it isn't like you didn't have, like, a whole work day when you were a kid. Like, you, school is mm -hmm. effectively a work day. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you still, you had a whole work day when you were a kid. You just still, you were just it's more like reality, active for no reason. It's like reality starts to shave the edges mm -hmm. off of your ambition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's a word. Yes, it is. That's a word. Reality shades He just off. preached. Did you catch <laughs> it? Okay. You know, so yeah, I find myself, like, I'm, and I'm juggling a lot. Because, like, now the things that I invest my time, we're, okay, we're 30s. We're being a little dramatic. You know what I mean? Like, we. That's what 30 year olds do. We do. Yeah. We're we're still young, essentially. You Absolutely. Know, Tell this Absolutely. to this right here, right quick. It's just that we have to, we don't really have the extra time. You're chasing yeah. rest. Yeah. 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 I think that Always. we're I think we're chasing our dreams, right? And a lot of people are chasing their dreams and still have all the other things they've added to it. In your twenties, if you haven't had kids yet, you're chasing your dreams. But now you get in the thirties, you have kids, you have work, you have yeah, debt. Backwards. You have debt, you have all these things, but you're still chasing your dreams. Mm -hmm. So if you're still chasing your dreams, how do you make time for working out? Right? How you make time for you going to ride know, your bike, you know? My my pastor uh, back in the day, God rest his soul, Pastor Bellamy used to always say, write it down. 
every day. Mm-hmm. Write it down. I'm a he used to talk about uh is it is that Jeremiah where he had Don't the vision? And Jeremiah where he said like uh or Nehemiah where he said write the vision down and make it plain. Um and he always said that to me. And when I started doing that, it's just something about physically seeing the uh, the content of your soul. Mm. Physically seeing the content of your soul that makes it different. Like there's some songs, even like with music, some songs we got I freestyled verse, and it's something where I write it down, yeah, and it just becomes that much more alive. Mm. And um, so that's pretty much the, that's pretty much kind of what it is with, you know, like making a fucking schedule in our, you know, at at this point of our lives. I literally have to. Yeah, I I mean that's the good thing about doing uh, vision boards. Segment my time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I I mean segment your time what do you mean by segment your time like I am so much more effective when I have like sat down so I read this in one of like the I'm in the self enrichment phase so I'm reading self enrichment books every month and so I can't remember what book it read I said but it said the very first 15 minutes of your day it was either the last 15 minutes of your night or the first 15 I like to do the first thing get up and write down what you're supposed to do for that day every goal that you want to achieve and when you plan on achieving it. And it's crazy because I can have an idea of what I want to do. And if I don't write it down, it won't, it will happen over a matter of two or three days. If I do it, if I schedule my time to make hit those things, it all gets done. (laughs) It's crazy. It's literally night and day. And so it's crazy. It's like you have 24 hours, right? If you, it's so easy to get caught up. Like you could watch a Netflix movie for like, yeah. you can get stuck in Netflix for like a solid eight hours if yeah. you let it. You know what I mean? Like it's the same thing for me. I could read and get completely caught up. It'd be hours later. But if I have like a focus of like, okay, I'm doing this from six to eight. I'm doing this from eight to, you know, whatever I get it done. It happens. Yeah. I'm a creature of habit for me. I just know I just got to build. I got to build into my schedule. And yeah. as long as I have it in my schedule and I do it every day, I won't need to like write stuff down anymore. Like I, like, I, like I know that I need to go. Like I went and got a gym membership again two months ago. I said I'm gonna go to this gym because I know it's right by my job. And I, when I get off of work, I gotta drive by it every day. Mm-hmm. And as long as I go by it at four thirty, that's, that's how I am. I'm building too much. Schedule. That's how I am for the most part. Like I don't really set alarms that much. Like I wake up, boom, yeah, same time every day. No matter how little sleep I got. But as far as writing it down, this is making me more of a machine. Mm-hmm. When I write it down, mm-hmm. it makes me more efficient. Absolutely, absolutely. And it, yeah, and I'm juggling different things. Like it's like my, you know, um, as far as like for me, I did it backwards. Like I got married when I was 19. Damn. Me, girl. I got married uh-huh. at 19. I don't know what he was drinking. <laughs> I was a church boy. Mm. And that shit did not last. I didn't know who I was as a soul yet. Don't nobody know who they are at 19. <laughs> right. Nobody know who they are at 25. Right. It takes, it takes time. It's crazy. Which it's is funny. That was when, that's when we divorced. 25. Yeah. 25 is when I had a light bulb going. I finally figured out what kind of man I wanted to be. So It's a shift. Like, yeah. I, I recognize it watching other people around me grow up. Like 19 and then 25, 26. And then it happens again between... 28 and 29, not 30, 28 and 29, and it happens again at 31, and then at 33. It's just those, those kind yeah. of things where your brain just shifts. You look at the world a lot differently. 
What about you, Jay? What's a, hmm. a struggle is real? All right, so here's another one. That's the struggle is real, and I, everyone's gonna be able to be able to relate to this as single. The dating life, modern day dating, the struggle is fucking real. Like everybody wants to be in a relationship, but nobody wants to put in the work, work for a relationship. It is fast. Like I am so over it. Luckily, I hope and cross my heart, God, please, universe, that I have something that something that I can build towards. Yeah. But I was ready to shut it down for yeah. the rest of the year. And like this, it's just it's a weird time to be dating with a purpose. Casually, yeah. casually dating yeah, is fine. fun as hell in 2019 or whatever going forward. You casually dating is not an issue, but when you're looking for something serious to build upon, it is not fun. It is so bad out here. The most discontent people to me are, like I call them mid school, they're not old school or new school. You know what I mean? It's like that group of people who they in have between. in betweeners. Because it's like, yeah, I can have fun, but I could be doing other shit too. Mm. What you trying to do? Yeah. Those are the most discontent. People, because it's almost like dating with purpose is almost shamed, it seems. Oh, no, yeah. for sure. And yeah, so, for like, sure. as a woman, sure. it's like, I had to realize that there was a moment where I was, like, not saying I was dating with a purpose. I was just like, uh, you know, I'm just seeing what happens. And I was like, what is that, like, hesitation there? But I think as women, you're, like, trained to keep it casual because women have this, like, mm-hmm. this, this, like, kind of reputation of always wanting to be in a relationship and so for you to not be like the atypical or like crazy i just want to be in a relationship with to be in a relationship kind of person you shift of who you are and it's like no i'm dating with a purpose that's what i'm doing but there has been a humongous shift in women's perspective in dating though it used to be what you said it used Mm. to be that women wanted to date seriously they're going to want to focus on one man i feel like they gave up it's done. I, no, I it's was literally done. <laughs> like women are dating like men now. Right, I feel and, like they and salute to them. Like whatever. O- own I your think shit. it's actually hilarious because a lot of men are like, "Oh my god, women are dating like men. This is terrible." And I'm like, "But you've you been guys doing are this. Rec- yes, you're recognizing what yeah. you yeah. what you're doing. Like, yeah. and that it's terrible. And you expect that for women to just deal with it. Hey, for the longest time, for as and also, I used to tell all my women friends, I said, "Why are y'all dating?" Only one man at a time. Was, oh, that's the kind of... I was like, no. Date as many men as you want mm-hmm. until someone steps up that says they want to lock you down. Yeah. I said that for years. Yeah. It sucks as a man who's dating, you know, seriously to come across a woman who, who wants to do who wants to date that way. But I get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, it's, it, but it's struggle is yeah. real. It's never really been balanced um, because it's... It's almost like we're a different species yeah. from each other in terms of expectations. Well, behavioral traits. Yeah. yeah. You know, because... Um, that's how we're raised. And it's biological. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, uh, yeah. men can have limitless children, virtually speaking. Yeah. And so we're, like, genetically hardwired, get everything pregnant. And if you're not careful, if you're a base individual then that's how you're going to conduct yourself. Yeah. Women have a certain amount of eggs, so they're more selective with their mates. Now, the thing about it is we're in an era where that's no longer necessary for us to be that way. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> um, and so, and that's kind of where we're at kind of this crossroads now. Like, um, I remember, like, this is why I don't like hookups. Like, I hooked up with this girl. And now, hold on. When you say hookup, do mm-hmm. you mean like I'm the smashing hookup? Just smashing. Oh, oh okay. I, 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 I'm I, need, a, I, I need clarification. Yeah, yeah I'm not a fan. Define every, yeah. they're different for everybody. 
The reason why I'm not a fan is because I notice how it's what the temptation as a man, the temptation is to low key dehumanize in a sense of, I want this thing so bad. I'm going to ignore all of the other traits mm. about what makes you, you. Mm-hmm. And now that uh, a lot of women have taken on that nature too, but long story short, um, I met up with this chick and I was the chick. You know, and you know, speaking in you know, like a and, tra- and traits of what you're looking exactly. at dating, yes. Um, and <laughs> this chick literally kissed me on my forehead and said, Thanks for the dick, and opened the door. <laughs> what? Hilarious, no, <laughs> which it no. wasn't really karma because I never really conducted myself like that, but I, I, I get it. What? Now, I saw it from that perspective. What she. She went from warm <laughs> to cold, like wow. talking like, what do you like to do? And blah, 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 and this and the other. She was I only getting it. to know me just enough to justify herself to not feel sleazy, also, which is what yeah. niggas do. Yeah, so I was yeah. like. I also wonder, though, if that's more of a <laughs> more of a uh, protect, protective uh, guard. You know what I mean? I think it was, especially when she uh, considering what she had been through. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. It's like, I'm going to do yeah. what these dudes do to me to protect myself. Yeah. Before it happens in Oh, me. no, it's for sure. And, yeah. like, even when men do it, it's it's literally for protection. Like, yeah. they actually have studies that show men fall in love faster than women. Right? So we believe that women are super emotional. It's actually men that fall in love. And generally, they fall in love deeper. And so it's always, like, you mess up. A, like, a guy falls in love. You do him dirty. It's literally you ruined him for, like, the next 10 years. <laughs> like, he's going to be a bastard for the next 10 years. And I would say, like, like, but I'm talking about immediately. Like, you mm-hmm. fall faster and deeper, quicker. We fall faster, but we don't say it faster. No, you don't. Yeah, I, think, I, know, that, I know that study. But yeah, yes. Show it. Right. And so it's like, it's that idea where you're just like, I. it's men, we act like they don't have feelings. They have feelings. They just have huge walls up to protect themselves. Like, and if you look at it, it's like, why do we want to emulate men? Because men die so much quicker, so much earlier than we do, right? But a lot of it is internalized stress. It's not us. It's y'all. Y'all make these decisions, right? Like, a lot of it is... No, I will say, I will say that the way Pops had me coming up, I know my dad loved me. He was just doing what he knew. Everything was soft to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, it makes me feel like one day I'm gonna say a kid's cute and just have a heart attack, right? And, and I'm out of here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I can't say we do internalize a lot out of fear of looking less like we a just, warrior. We just don't know. We have not been allowed, especially black men. We have not been allowed to really delve delve into who we are emotionally. We haven't been allowed yeah. to show our emotions really. Yeah. And it's not to blame women, not to blame men. Like no. we're all played a factor in, yeah. in this in this what we think men are. Right? No, for, like, well, especially for black men, you've actually been trained to do that. Like mm-hmm. in slavery, you were trained to stop your emotions. You were trained mm-hmm. to because master would be having sex with your wife. Like it is what you it can't is. Be mad and you can't cry. You can't get yeah. mad. You can't cry. You just have to hold it all you, in. All and you can show it. is anger and frustration. And, and then if you try to show it, I have never right this today's culture masculinity is so attacked. Yeah, yeah. And it has it's to like be it's one inherently kind of way. pernicious. Yeah, like inherently. Like yeah. that's how some people perceive it. Like when I'm around certain people, it's like, why do I have to feel like I have to tone down my energy? I'm not, I'm not even like a wild 
individual, but some people they feel so threatened. Yeah. 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 It's it's definitely weird. Okay, so mine's is the over sexualization of everything. Like I'm over it. Like can we talk about sunflowers? Mm, mm. I mean, please. That yeah. was sexual. Like especially people in our age bracket, in our age group. Like if you go on Facebook. And you go on any of these Facebook groups, right? And it's generally people in their 30s, late 20s who are in it, even 40s, just like 30s, 40s, late 20s. And I swear, I promise you, it's like, does no one have sex? Because why are we so (laughs) obsessed with, like, it'll be like 85% about sex, about Freaky Fridays, um, Hump Day Wednesday, just like sex every day, all day. And like, and then everyone's like saying everything. And I'm like, there are literally guys who I were, who I was like, oh, you know, if he ever stepped to me, I'd, I'd be interested. And I'm like, never, because I already know what he likes, how he likes, what he wants to mm. do. Like, there's just no mystery anymore. You know why though? It's, for, it's kind of like a new re- sexual revolution. And this one, I don't think it is a revolution though. Well, here's what it is. Um, the reason why I call it revolution is because we're in a time now to where it's so okay. Yes. And people yeah, yeah, yeah. feel people feel so trapped for like before whenever this started happening again, mm-hmm. people felt so trapped, you know. And now it's like, uh, it's like, girl, you can be horny, it's okay, yeah. yeah, you know. And people, I think anytime people kind of shine a new light on something, like we took shame away, yeah, which which is a good thing. To an extent. Yeah. To an extent. I was just going to say it's a good thing to an extent mm-hmm. because sometimes we need to bring shame back. That's a human and that's a natural human thing to feel. You ever did some shit and you look in the mirror and you be like, you bastard. You shouldn't have did that. Yeah. You bastard. Yeah. You feel bad about yourself. Yeah. And that's okay to an extent. Mm-hmm. As long as it drives you to, as uh, um, my dad used to say, drive you to the altar. <laughs> you know, in this, in this, in a sense of it, it, it Drives you to one to be better. Yeah, but I don't think it is a revolution. I think it is like, and I think it's very like p- pushed social media wise, right? Like that's, our yeah. artist, our everything that you can absorb. It's always like super over sexualization, right? But like there has to be a reason why, even though we have the most the the best ability to connect to people, we are actually physically connecting with people more than we've ever connected with people, right? Like mm-hmm. sex is happening left and right, like casually. Yes, it is. We are the most like lonely generation. We are the most like the highest in terms of like suicide, of like not having like real connections with people. Like there is those things that we are like trivializing we're like oh sex doesn't mean anything da, 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 da. and we're over sexualizing and making it okay for it to be super casual and then you realize like you're seeing the impact that it's having on society everyone's lonely everybody wants a person but can't find a person because we're too busy worried about how much sex you can have with other people i don't think that's why people are lonely though i think people are lonely because one they don't know how to no one wants to be vulnerable right yeah it's, Vulnerability is a key like, piece of being of being able to, to have a companionship. Yeah. But back that da- back in the day though, people were less lonely because for a man to get with a woman, he had to he actually had to spend time with her. For the most part, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so for the it most part, forced yes. intimacy. It forced yeah. relationships. It forced connection. But I also feel like they forced people to into 
relationship they didn't want to be in. Because yes. all yeah. they want to do was fuck anyway. Right. Maybe. You know I mean? But you know, the thing is about it, we've all been in a situation where we thought it was going to be casual and then you're like, damn it, two months, three months later, you like caught feelings. You're like, I don't want to be with this Negro. Right? But you caught feelings, right? Like that happened at that scenario too. People might have been approaching each other like in a cat, like a guy thinking he was just going to run game and then all of a yeah. sudden he put all that work and he's like, I actually like her. There's like, that's kind of casually, like how casual it is right now mm-hmm. in terms of sex like it is insane i want to think I that's think per, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay my bad i was gonna say i think perhaps that's one of the most dangerous elements of the philosophy the west kind of spews is that it's the simple fact that some of us we pretend like there's nothing dangerous about sex other than like stds, STDs yeah, yeah. unwanted pregnancy yeah and it's like sex can be extremely dangerous yeah you know um and you're kind of taking that natural element out of it which is connection yeah it's like sex but you're basically essentially you're you're jacking off with somebody's body it's how a lot of people operate and then so it's like a frenzy in these times like well i was just having this conversation with my homegirl last night and i was like she's talking about a guy who's trying to get at her and i'm like what makes a lot of guys sleazy is like when they center so much of their energy around trying to get pussy yeah Mm -hmm. They become shifty individuals. Right. They Nothing say and do genuine. anything just for their end goal. I love you. You know, you don't know damn well you don't love them. Right. But I, I, I really think that the over-sexualization is happening because, one, people aren't having as much sex as we think they are, right? And they're not having that much sex because they're lonely because people don't have those connections, the real mm-hmm. intimate connection. Yeah. And so but I feel like pe- that also happens because people have lost the art of having those connections. Absolutely. Because you don't Absolutely. date anymore. People don't date anymore. People just smash and then yeah. have an argument or disagreement and be like, <laughs> done. And like, that was not how things were back in the day. You actually had to like process yeah. and work through being annoyed with someone. You couldn't be like done with them in the first instance. But you Sex also feel don't. Like- Okay. No. Go no, no, no. Go you let me go last time. You go. <laughs> no, go oh, ahead. the gentleman. <laughs> go ahead. Um, sex, you know, it should feel like, especially for men, because of how we're hardwired, you gotta be careful. Like, sex should feel like a prize. It should feel like a prize. Like, yeah. I've, I've earned it. Mm-hmm. Like, when she gives it to you. You know what I'm saying? Versus... It's like an expectation. That's why some, I mean, obviously some niggas is weirdos, but you see people like I had a, um, a dude I know, I mean, give a hint to who this motherfucker is. Um, one of my homegirls was like, um, yeah, he sent me a dick pic. Mm. I was like, huh? She was like, yeah, just randomly a dick pic. And this guy everywhere else that I know him, he's a sound minded stand up yeah. individual. Mm-hmm. But some people, it's just a frenzy right now. It's a crazy. It's literally yeah, like the worst I, I thing ever because you be like with the person, like a guy who you think is a friend, and like, and he's cool every other way. And then when he hits on you, it's like the most creepiest of creep moments ever. Like their whole personality mm-hmm. changes. Like yes. you'd be like, who are you? Like I would, I would just say that most. Women have to keep in mind that most men in the back of their mind have thought about trying to smash. <laughs> so that's always going to be there regardless. Yeah. But even, I, yeah. I, even I, the most gentlemanly. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't get the dick pic thing. But I will say that I don't I don't think sex has to have this huge expectation to it, though. I think you just need to be able to communicate what's happening before you do it. That's right. At least be you know real what I mean? Like, like yeah. if, there's nothing wrong, I think there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with smashing. There's nothing wrong with smashing. Yeah. I don't I think, think so, though. if you I, take... Hold well, on, hold on, hold on, because I haven't finished. Mm. 
I don't think that it's you an like issue it? like that because you can have casual sex with somebody for years and not have an issue because you were on the same page as what's going down. <laughs> True, you have communicated sure. what's going on. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. The issue is when people don't communicate what's happening or what their intentions are before they're smashing and then they smash and they still don't communicate what's happening. Yeah. That causes a big issue. Yeah. But do you, I'm not even talking about that, right? Like that's a little bit more like smaller scale. I'm talking about like in a bigger scale of thing. If you are casually having sex, so if you have, like you said, a friend of benefits for a couple of years, isn't a lot of that energy that you would have normally used to, to as a man to acquire sex, like actually putting the work in, actually creating those relationships, actually connect, creating those connections, a lot of that is being diverted because now you have this really casual situation that you are going to, you are being able to divert that energy to instead of actually per, pursuing someone who you might, who might be able to fulfill those things more comprehensively, sure. right? Like we have friends with benefits because we don't want to deal with relationships right now, right? But if we were to stop, if we were to take out the ben friends with benefits situation and we just had to sit in the celibacy, right? Or your mm. hand, whichever you desire, <laughs> right? It would prompt us much earlier, quicker to actually pursue real relationships with the opposite sex or whoever sex you like, because that need would be building. So what you're saying, you're under the premise that an individual can't have casual sex with someone else and still pursue someone else fully. Right. No, I don't believe so. See, I disagree. I think I think you can. I think you can have two different things. I think that you're you're the way you approach somebody who you are interested in when you already have a thing on the side versus the way you approach them when you don't is very different and it creates a very different dynamic in the relationship. Yeah, I, I think a man who one. already has like something to tide him over, he's not as thirsty, right? Because he already got something on the side that's keeping him, him, him going, right? A man who doesn't, I think his approach is much more direct, quite frankly. Well, you're going under the premise that a man who's only led by sex is all that he can to do pursue someone. He can have sex with somebody and still pursue someone that he's fully interested in mentally, spiritually, physically. Right, but that energy the, still goes somewhere, right? You're still giving that person energy that you could be focusing on the person you're trying to pursue. Well, and, we, well and, we put energy into everything. Everything's different. We put energy into work. If I didn't focus on work as much, I could put that energy into someone else. So I know, but that's a, this type of energy. Like, as as creatives, we know. We have a certain amount of creative energy that we have, right? And you focus it. You can focus, focus it on multiple projects, or you can focus it on one project, right? The more you span it out, right, is the harder yeah, it is. I, yeah, see, what both of y'all are saying is not a matter of being um, right or wrong. Um, I get what you're saying, and I get mm. what he's saying at the same time, because I know people who, um, a lot of guys, they completely separate the sex. Mm. From, they compartmentalize. Yeah, they compartmentalize. For them, it's genuinely just sex. Right. And it's like, okay, this is, a, this is kind of a, the same way we got to play ball or box or something to get testosterone out. They're like, they just look at it like that. Some people for sex. And um, women too. And, and some women, women too. too. Some women yeah. too. For me personally, I yeah, if you if we call ourselves getting to know each other, um, or if we're talking, no, fuck that. If we're together and I smash on somebody, I'm not gonna be able to tell you honestly that it was just sex. Personally. I feel like some people, some guys, they can like you said, they can absolutely separate the two. They they over there they're smashing on this. I don't know what this is gonna be. So I'm yeah. just going to get off over here. She cool, but I can't see myself with her. Yeah. So we going to kick it. 
and then they can go, okay, this is what I want, and they can cut that off. Yeah. Anybody else? You have oh, one more, right? Kids. My kids. I had kids young. Like, uh, my first kid at 18, you know. Um, oh, you was getting it. Like... Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I lost my virginity to my ex-wife. Like, you I was. deep side. She's everything. And it's like, uh, just watching all the things we're complaining about. Um, do y'all have kids? I don't no. have I don't have no kids. Imagine having no a kid kids coming about. up in what's what we're oh, saying is the imagine. norm. I can't imagine. Like I literally yeah. cannot imagine me having a kid right now. I am a child. So what are you talking about? Oh. Probably growing up super fast. Yeah, super fast. I don't know if y'all ever y'all follow me on social media. I don't know if y'all ever yeah. seen my oldest kid. She's so cute though. But it's you need to get kid. a shotgun immediately. And it's like um, I go through a phone. You know what I mean? Um, as you should. Yeah, like people be like, mm. respect our privacy. She it's don't like, got no privacy. Not when that you age. Age. No. Under 18. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Who said that? Right. Okay. Privacy. But she buy her own fucking drawers so she can yeah. have some privacy. But that part. <laughs> so yeah, go through the phone and um and the things that I'm seeing, man, I'm just like, you know how like parents a lot of parents be like um they think shit's different nowadays and it's like it's the same thing yeah there's shit that's actually different yeah it's so much more accessible oh yeah oh my god absolutely could you imagine if you were like 13 and you could have just went like online to get porn right find porn everywhere that's so different like before you had to like try to like find your big brother to like get stash you some porn you had to sneak in behind the video store adult section look it was a guy in um St. Pete he was uh, a Jamaican spot he used to sell clothes and in the back he had them little DVDs Uh and then you know kind of like (laughs) <laughs> you slip them a 20 you get one or two you know and now it's like yeah. now you be watching movies and a fucking ad come up for porn it's, you know it's everywhere it's so over sexualization well, that, or the ad comes up because you search for porn over sexualization okay. no oh. no I was gonna say I be on a, I, be on a, I was on a movie website uh, and if you do search for porn you should do it in the incognito time no, I can't <laughs> yeah man so like yeah, I don't like, have any kids. So pro tips. Trying to find that balance. Like I said, like my dad, he just made my sister. He just made my sister sneaky. Yeah. You know, my dad was known. They called, you know, you know, any West Indian person, they called you everything. But, you know, what you are, they're the crazy Jamaicans, crazy Haitians, crazy Africans. Like my dad, um, he would genuinely, like one time we was in church, the guy got arrested. So this dude was like, known as like the community hole. You know, and he mm. would, when he had interest in my sister. My dad had uh, found him at church and jacked him up in the bathroom and threatened to chop his head off. Wow. You know, I'm like, I can't do that to my, I got to have a balance Yeah. with my daughters because we got to keep it real. Let's not chop off, chop off heads. This is, this that. is real. So it's like, I got to have a balance between like. The you, new age, don't hurt your kids, love them mm. through their heart and problems. But also put the fear of God in but also at the put, same time. Let me tell y'all, y'all don't understand how time. much shit I did yeah. not do because my mama is crazy. Like, literally, <laughs> there are so much shit. They're like, oh, you shook, you shook. Yes. Yeah. Because I am fully aware that my mother is absolutely nuts. And not only will she come up here, she will embarrass not just me, but she will embarrass all all of you okay like i literally in my i can remember to this day multiple shit where i really should have had i had no business Mm. going that i did not do simply because my mom was known for the pop-up of my school Mm. ladies if you have kids or gentlemen too y'all got kids 
middle school, high school, just randomly pop up every once in a while. Yeah. Yep, and that's what, exactly Ooh. what I do. And I love the Put fact the fair that... Put the God in you! Man, I saw a text from my daughter that said, no, my daddy crazy. Right. <laughs> that's the right. Let me tell you, that, that idea that you know your mama crazy, it'll stop you in your tracks. All right. All right, guys. If you, What are your thoughts about the struggle, Israel? What are some things that you would denote or you would say, like, damn, I was not ready for that? The struggle has Yes, go ahead and post it on our Facebook group. It's all Tino Shade Podcast and Friends. Add it, join it, share it. We love it. And you might go ahead and be featured in our listener shout out. All right, guys. Moving on to our... That sounds... Least favorite, familiar. least favorite segment <laughs> of life. That sounds familiar. That sounds about right. I feel like we should just say that sounds about right. We're going to mm. keep using that. <laughs> nope. All right. So, Shay, we starting with this one right here. I'm Got really it. bad at this. What are the rules, Jay? So, the rules, Cardi. I ain't about to play five or six songs. Well, I have chosen I'm really five or six songs I will hate you if you that me. Shay is going to play for <laughs> you. But you better win. And the sippers. <laughs> you want to guess the name of the artist or the name of the song before L, and then we'll find out later if the sippers. They always DM us. Well, hey, I, I knew that song way before L. Y'all be full of shit. Blah, blah, blah. Low key. Y'all be like, oh, I got that lies. Because I be doing little tests on y'all when I be out in public, and y'all gonna be getting it. So these songs range from 80s to current day. Okay. All right. This, this first song. Now you now you gotta you gotta represent, man. You are a music guy. So you know what's funny is. Oh, here we go. Here the excuses. Here the excuse. Here we go. The disclaimer. Like, I, I remember songs. Well, why don't you give your disclaimer after you lose? Okay, there we go. After <laughs> I right. lose. So, this first song, Sippers and Table, came out in 1995. Uncle Luke. No. That's all I can think about, 95. I was like two. <laughs> a can I be a little higher? Yeah. It's familiar, but. You don't know? Q-tip. No. Keith, sweat. You always be picking stuff with long ass intros. If you know the beat, though, you know what it is. Is it Tyler? I know the beat. I feel like it's. He just said his name. Dougie Love. Dougie Doug. Damn <laughs> over there dancing. Emma can hear it. <laughs> so. No more guesses. This is Grand Pooba. Grand Pooba. I've never heard this song one day of my entire wow. life. Wow. I'm not good with titles of songs. Grand Pooba, I like it. I like it. Grand Pooba is 53 years old. He's from New York. I thought you would know it. Yeah. Uh, it was in 95. Unless it was TLC, I wouldn't check for it. This is a classic, man. Alright, so this next song. So y'all old O for O. Get out of here. What'd you say, Shay? <laughs> yeah. This one, next one came out you in night. Shay now. That was a great song. I thought you don't know. <laughs> next one came out in 1999. Oh my god, why are we doing such old ones? Missy Elliott. Yeah, correct. Missy Elliott, she's a bitch. That's the it's name Missy. of the song. That was 99. She's a 99. legend. She's got what Hall of Fame? Yes, Rock Missy and Roll is Hall a fame? legend. Her shit's so timeless. I swear, I thought that was like the early 2000s. There's so much like flows that I see out right now that are literally identical to Missy Elliott. <laughs> yeah, 1999, man. Like I graduated, graduated high school in 99. 
I don't even know what I was doing. I was a baby. Yeah, so this is, um, let's see. She had an album come out, which is not, well, maybe EP, I guess. It wasn't really that great. Yeah, I heard. It yeah. wasn't that great. Yeah. So hopefully she'll put some more out. I love her in tempo with Lizzo. Yeah, so she did that. Yeah, she did. All right, L, you got that one. Good job. All right, next song came out in 2004. This is an easy one. As soon as you hear the beat. Oh, uh, Jamie F- Twister. Correct. <laughs> <It's not Jamie laughs> Twister. <laughs> no name of the song, though? Come on, L. You know Sweater. this. No. You know the name That's of the song? That's the only one Twister song I know. What? Wait. Celebrity. <laughs> Overnight. Overnight Celebrity. Okay, I kind of remember this, actually. Sippers. I know y'all know this song. I know y'all know this song. We're gonna, we gonna let it ride out. We're gonna let it ride out. I just hope he's. Isn't that Rick James? Is that the Rick James sample? No, Lenny, Lenny Williams. Yes, Lenny Williams. We had a show with him, by the way. Dope. <gasps> that should have been your that musical was, high. That was, oh, that was, that was a high. That's amazing. That was a high. Yeah. He was so cool. All right, so it's this one This is like one. when Kanye was at his like. Oh, man. Peak. Yeah. Kanye Peak. was like he was a force. Yes, that was, creative force. Yes. Not, was a mu- not the yes. extra shit force, but yes. a creative force. Like this he is was by a movement. far the best Kanye oh. version that we had ever. It's still here. It's still yeah. here. Yeah, it's still here. He got some timeless stuff. This new shit ain't that timeless, man. That new album's garbage. I, Sorry, Kanye. I'm I love not you. listening to it just because I don't feel like it's true. I feel like I it, when yeah. Kanye's in trouble or trying to get back on, get on with like people, he comes in with Jesus. Like Jesus walks mm. was his first, you know, like real hit. I don't know. He's and then all right of a sudden now, he like jumped over to like him being God himself. Jesus. You know, like, everybody's Jesus. jumping on the the uh, everybody jumping on the Christians for how they're responding to him. But I think y'all understand something. When you have people with such narcissistic tendencies, they make everything about them. Yeah. So they're looking at it like, and it was another, uh, what is it? T- t- test the spirit by the spirit. They're looking yeah. at it like, let's see what this nigga finna do because uh-huh. yeah, he may have your heart. Yeah. It literally like focuses yeah. everything you do and I can't think of anything that's more impactful to my heart than music. Like yeah. music literally moves me. So yeah. no, I am not gonna listen to like Kanye. And so, listen, if I see a couple of like a year goes by, he's still on this, he's still about it. Maybe I'll take a listen then. Yeah. But I feel like gotta make sure it's genuine. Yeah, sure. I don't feel like yeah. it's genuine right now. Well, Kanye's bipolar though, and so who knows what he's <laughs> right, doing right? Because he might really be feeling this guy. Yeah, right may, now. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I am the I, y'all. You know, I am the biggest Kanye fan. Yeah. Like I have supported Kanye through everything, yeah. but I cannot do this new album, and I can, I don't trust the. the where he's at right now sonically yeah. it's cool yeah but it's yeah all right i feel the rest of but i do love like they just had a video of them all in an airplane, airplane yes for um that, that whole carpool I mean, karaoke and i was like yo i want to be on that plane i don't even fuck with kanye but yeah, i want to because you know that's a black ass plane yeah, having the that's best real, that's black real ass time plane. yeah let's be real <laughs> at church the choir singing is always the best part it's of the, the, it's the it's best so part. good it's, so hearing them on that plane is always banging. And they was killing. All right, so it's one 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 one. This next song came out in two thousand four. Uh, hey. I don't know who sings. I know the song. Wind up your song. Name the song. Cypress, so y'all know who it is. Come on. Lumidi. No. 
Yeah, you're right, but it's like same melody. It's, it's Diwali, yeah. What's the name of the song, though? Um, make it, make you move. Hold on. Hey. Nothing, Cardi. Wait, Nothing. You don't know. Two girls. Okay. Um. Ooh, what's a two girl? girl? Rhymes with Pina. <laughs> Hey, let's go. This is 2004. You said it. They just said the name of the song. If I said the name of the song, then I won. You didn't oh, say it. it. They said it. Move your body, girl. Move your body. Oh, there I, you go. I said move your body <laughs> before, though. No, you said. <laughs> you said something else. You said something else. That is Nina Sky. Nina Sky. Damn. Oh, yeah, I didn't know the name. I feel like Sam and Luma D all came out at the same time, yeah, and they had the similar. same yes. melody. Yeah, like They looked like the same people. To That's me. how I feel about that, uh, that Amory song, and J-Lo had a song with the same producer, Yeah. and I used to confuse them all the time. And J Lo had one the same melody for a movie. Alright, so it's two one. Two one. So You're not doing really that good with songs. I'm choosing an amazing song. Everyone over here knows them. Except people who are playing. It's not my fault. Alright, this next song. L if you get this how we take a month off, she come back worse, better. Like super hater. I just super hater. That's how you show your love. I rebuke it. So the next song came out in 2003. You didn't lose all the time. Oh, sure. Real thoughts. Goddamn. Get down on the floor. Like a pimp. Like a pimp. Pimp. Like a pimp. I'm thinking of David Banner. David Banner. David Banner. I'm thinking of David Banner. I should have said the song title. Like a pimp. I actually miss the fact that he doesn't rap anymore. Not really. I know. I liked him as a rapper. I didn't realize he was so deep, though, until I saw him more in, like, that social... Like. I don't think he was always that deep, but as you get older and you get wiser, you start yeah. becoming more conscious of things. And so now he, he's all I very, really love his movement. Like, he's really, yeah. like, he's an activist. I met him at a show in Atlanta, too. He just he walked the streets talking that shit. Oh, he yeah? He's real about it. Yeah, he's like, real he's about real it. he's real about that conviction. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that a little bit, but yeah, I I miss that David Banner though. Yeah. So L, you are officially the winner of episode one of season three. I guess. You got three right, <laughs> but we're gonna play one more just because the sippers, the sippers may be tied, right? And so if you don't get this one, I'm gonna be very very disappointed. Oh my god, why are you putting so much expectation on me right now? I don't want to. Because you're being a hater. All right, so this next one <laughs> came out. It's love. In 2018. Like a pimp. Oh. You ain't gonna like it. What's it? I'm on the intro. This is Travis Scott. Hey, money? Hey, Rock. No. I know that's the end song. Hey. This is one of those songs that I only hear when I, I put it. like a trap. When I, I put my trap song. playlist on on Pandora. So y'all know who it is? No clue. 
OT Genesis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have yeah. definitely. Not. The only reason why uh, I know who he is is because he's Malika's baby daddy. I don't know why you don't know it because I posted a video of a white guy in a car singing this song, and you commented on the post. I didn't know who was singing it though. You didn't know who it was? Remember no. the video? Yeah, uh, but I didn't know who was singing it. I just like the white boy going. All right, Sippers. L, you are the official winner. Of all. Cardi, you gotta do better next time, bro. Fair enough. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's go ahead and move right the hell on. Sorry, I was dancing real quick. I can't. That's right. That. <laughs> all right, what we got next? All right, let's go ahead into what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? So basically, your ish, L can, well, Cardi can be anything that you are feeling for the week. Anything it could be a TV month. show or the last month. It could be alcohol. It can be a oh, it can be a restaurant. Something that you feeling. What's your movie, shit? Like this is my shit right shit now. Okay, so since I've been like have my nose buried, I have my nose buried in like research right now. Like I was saying earlier, learning you know the financial game and stuff. When I come off of air, if I'm not creating, that's not coming off of air. That's nose back down. I've been watching this show on CBS called Evil. Mm, never heard of that one. That shit is dope. I like I like well written shit. We're not getting a lot of well smartly written material no. anymore. Yeah. So it's you know the nigga from Luke Cage. What's his name? Oh, Luke Cage. the black guy. Oh yes, yes, yes. Is he the same one married to Nisi Nash? Or no? He's no, he married to a, white, married to a white girl. They mad at him. Oh, Superman. Yo, they mad at that nigga. That boy. <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> Luke Cage season two, them ratings went down. <laughs> Done. Yeah. But yeah, the show is like. Uh, I just tell you, you need black women's support. Look, look. It's an awkward conversation, but it's true. I guess it's awkward. And awkward in this room. Right. <laughs> and I ain't got nothing against people who. I don't either. Do that thing, I only have an issue with like people who. Put black people, black women down. Yes, yeah. I don't care who you date. Just don't go on oh, this yeah. tire. I literally saw one this week. Well, he don't. He don't put him. He didn't put him down though, did he? Oh, no, I don't. No, no, no. I don't think, think so. he did. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, think he, he did. did. But I'm saying, <laughs> I think like people are like black women are oversensitive to it because there are literally people who like literally last this week, somebody posted like black women are so argumentative when you wonder why we choose other races besides you. Like a black man posted that on Facebook, being dead ass. You know, and so that's why black women are so sensitive about it. Or see when they when they go to other cultures like uh, they go to the Latina culture, culture mm-hmm. and they they uphold them for those same qualities. Yes, like the attitude yeah. in the blah blah blah. And they take it as a challenge, but with black people, they black act, women, they, they act like black women aren't ride or dies. Meanwhile, the entire person keeping their entire family together is their grandma. Like, right. hello, black women are the very definition of ride or die. Like, That's, okay, I digress. Yeah. Continue, sir. What was your ish? Oh shit! Yeah, so the uh, <laughs> so the show <laughs> the show is called Evil because it's like <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, Luke Cage. I'm just calling this nigga Luke Cage. Luke yeah. Cage <laughs> is um he's like uh the liaison between like the church, the Catholic Church, and uh, families who want the Catholic Church to like come do like exorcisms and shit like this. And first, when I saw the premise, I was like, I don't want to see another exorcism thing. That's such a fucking played out concept because yeah. I love horror. I love the horror genre. Okay. But this is kind of drama thriller, uh, suspense. And they basically had, um, on his team, there's Luke Cage, who's 
a priest in training, so he's a believer in this stuff. Then you got uh, this white girl who she's a skeptic and a clinical psychologist, and this is another guy's Indian dude. That nigga don't believe in shit. Mm. Like he's he just goes around, he just debunks everything. So each episode, um, they set it up to where it makes you question: like, is this supernatural or is this is this is this explainable? Gotcha. And it makes you, they don't answer that question for you, and that's just dope because it's real life. Too. Yeah. Huh. So it's called Evil. It's called Evil. You got to check that shit out. I'm going to check it smartly, out. It's such a smart show. What network is it I on? I don't know? It. It's CBS. Okay. I'm not watching it. That shit's dope. Right. Yeah. Everything you think is like, oh, that's a demon. It's like, nah, bitch, that nigga crazy. He is crazy. <laughs> well, I think it's like the craziest thing. Because, like, the thing that got me the most shook in my entire life was the realization that like demons aren't like Freddy Kruegers running around or like Jason running around. The curious thing is that like there are demons running around that look exactly like you. Like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, serial killers, people who kill hundreds of people or tens of people, those are straight up demons. Like right? Like that's what that and that is scarier. Like I rather yeah. a Freddy Krueger cuz you see him, you know to run. Yeah. <laughs> like that, but Phyllis, at least even even if you don't believe in that shit, at yeah. least philosophically, right. the concept of Lucifer being gorgeous. Right. That's a motherfucker right there. Yes, yeah. he probably <laughs> is slayed to the max. Right. The hottest man I mean, alive. Said Lucifer. No, I don't get into detail. What's your ish? <laughs> All right. My ish is also a TV show. I feel like I'm like preparing for judgment. Okay. So it's called Nashville. I'm <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it is so good, y'all. First of all, like, I like country and I'm from. Like the city, city. I've like never lived in the country my entire life, but I feel like Shania Twain is a gateway drug for country music. I like, saw your post. And yes, I you get into her, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you like other things. And the thing that I like about country is that it's still singer songwriters. It's like still yeah. people writing about their reality and their aspect, mm-hmm. and to go to the non over sexualization. Because if you listen to most like R and B right now, it's all about how you finna screw old shorty down to the ground, or you about to get. Some a bag like that's essentially what it is right and so country actually people are still writing about like you know everyday life like damn it's hard living this world as an adult because of bills unless you're going down to old town road right i feel like that's a reason why people like old town road because country is real you know what i mean and so I was watching the show called Nashville. It is so good. The actual people who are singing in the show are actually the ones who are singing. Like, it's no lip syncing. It's oh, okay. the actual, like, so I didn't Kudos know. Kudos for saying lip syncing and not lip singing. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, stop it. Right? And so, like, Christian Panettiere, she's a pretty, like, known actress. I didn't realize she could blow, but, oh, little yeah. girl could sing, sing. And, like, it's just really full of drama, and it's really good. Like, if you give it Give it three episodes. If you are not like I'm not gonna do sucked that. in, yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. But I take your word for it. Y'all haters, y'all are a hater. What Jay? What's your ish? So my ish is super simple and sweet. My ish is Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. The new one just came out two weeks ago. That's what that was. Game it. Yes, CGI. Sir. The, the graphics, Bruh, the is graphics insane. are amazing on this game, and so that's my ish. It's not as great as Nashville, I'm sure. It isn't. But it isn't as great as Nashville. If you are a gamer and you need a game to play, the good thing about it is it's uh, platform enabled, meaning 
uh, or cross-platform. So Xbox people and PC nice. people oh, can all play on the same server. Same server. Why did they do that more? I had to get rid of my game. It's the first game to do it. Like that's what they need to do. I'm sorry, but I'm real. I'm real mad about The Sims. Still okay. I don't care. Listen, we like a billion dollar industry, so I know I am not the only one who's playing The Sims. Okay. Quite frankly, yo, people are like, "What is wrong with you?" Because I go in on Sim posts. They love The Sims. I freaking love The Sims. Whatever. But yeah, so you can Xbox That's player, amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited for you right now. You about to make me get my game. I'm yeah. excited for you. That Thank is dope. You. Thank you. That but is you, dope. But you can tell the difference between people who are the PC players and oh. people who are the console players. I'm a PC, PS4 player. But the PC players, they move so fast. Yeah, it's, it's not so fair, fast. really. Like, PC players, it's just pointing just, and clicking. When you're actually a console player, you actually have to use your joystick. It's so much more it's complicated. Mm-hmm. But it's fun to be able to play people and who And there's way Xbox, more cheats that so. are easy to enable in the keyboard than it yeah. is on the console. So that's, my, that's my ish. As soon as this podcast episode's over with, I will be playing some Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. What we got next? Oh, my God. Slimmers. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our final sip. I have a final sip. Do you have a final sip? I do have a final sip. Go to your final sip first. Do you have a final sip? Do you have some last parting words? What's your next, like, show, your next thing? Our next show is December 12th at the very black owned 7th and Grove. I love 7th and Grove. Shout out to 7th Shout out to you for doing it at 7th and Grove. I, I was going to bring it back to Iberian, but now it's like... Fuck I look like. It's a black owned joint. Yes, sir. That's dope. Doing amazing things right now. I haven't heard of it. Is it new? Yes, an Ebor. I guess it's about three months old now, maybe. Oh, girl, yeah. I'll leave yeah. just for like two minutes. Y'all done popped up black you might owned. Well come stuff. Back. Shout out to Jamaris. Um, that's one of my boys. He he's one of the owners of that spot and it's dope. December twelfth, where can they get tickets? Um, free, right? Is it free? No, nah, it's gonna okay. be yeah, it's gonna be ten dollars. That's what's okay. up? Yeah, ten dollars. Um and um, we'll have that link up like later. All right. But, yeah. All right. That's what's up, Cardi's going to post I'm... it onto our group, guys. So if you want to hear about this or see it, add us on our Facebook group, Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. What's your final sip? So my ish is a, a, a clip. Not that, your ish, your sip. I mean, my final sip is a clip. I'm going to have Shade play. We're just going to listen to listen for about two minutes. Okay. okay. I'm excited. There's nothing in this house. <laughs> You look at his fingers. Mm-hmm. Every time I come in the kitchen. Oh, my God, you're breaking my heart. In the goddamn refrigerator. <laughs> eating up all the food. All the chicken. All the pig feet. Eating my dinner. My mashed potatoes. That good old gravy I like. And biscuits I can sop that gravy in. You ate all it up. You drink up all the milk. Don't care what kind of milk it is. You don't care. 2%, 3% buttermilk, patent milk. Hold a cow in a patent milk can. I bet you eat that too. I'm hiding my grapes. You can eat them all the grapes. Now, when I went to bed last night, didn't I tell you to take out the trash? Yeah. So why didn't you do it? I fell asleep. I wish you were sleeping right now. I'll knock you upside your head with a left foot, make your ass wake up, and take out that damn trash. <laughs> Hey, 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 what are you doing? I'm throwing this away. We ain't even got no milk. You better eat that damn cereal. You ain't got no damn milk. I ain't got a bitch. When I was doing that milk, cereal, a bowl to eat in, spoon, fork, knife, no napkins or nothing. 
You do like this. What, ma? You like this. You ever do that? No. Have you ever had government cheese? Hmm? Craig, government cheese, you had some? No. Thick, stinking government cheese. Couldn't take a dump for two weeks. <laughs> Either on the 4th of July, by the 18th, everybody in the whole neighborhood trying to get to the bathroom. I want to eat some of them chitlins. I love pig's feet. The barbecue pig feet were gone. I you love his face. Like, yeah. no. so I had a sweet potato pie in there. You ate the whole pie. Left me that little plastic thing there. <laughs> He was going off on Craig. That's like every parent. Ain't that like such a parent thing? Like they just be going off for no reason. For those who hopefully even living under a rock who do not know who that is, that is John Witherspoon who recently passed away. Rest in peace. To me, that was probably his, for me, the best scene that he has ever done. No. For me. As far as like, yeah. As funny. Quotables. It was so funny. Quotables, man. Like. like that's, a, that's the only time, by the way, I can stand, like, usually the sound of somebody smacking, like, I'd rather shit in my hands and clap yeah. than hear somebody. Really? Wow. That's what you go to? Wow. That's your default? Wow. Like, what the wow. hell? Wow. Then to hear somebody smack, but the legend, you know. <laughs> I like, okay, so my thing, if you're like a, a good comedian, I think the way you know if you stand like the test of time is are, are you quotable, right? Yeah. yeah like yeah. quotables. Like people who you like, I mean, everybody says Kevin Hart to this day. Like, see the thing with my checking account, savings account, right? Like <laughs> everybody quotes cat, everybody quotes. Yeah. I to this day, Anytime somebody says something on my off, I'm like, I'll be coordinated. I'm coordinated. Boomerang. Boomerang. Yes. Like, that to me is his funniest scene. You got to coordinate. Like, I literally fell out when he said it. Because it's so, it's just so black old man. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's so good. I didn't know he was sick. I didn't know, like, did he? I I didn't know he was. He was natural causes? Is that what it was? He wasn't sick. He wasn't sick. He was just old. He was just old. He wasn't older. I thought he was 77. Like you know, way I mean, because yeah. then he just posted. Yeah, like, he just did an interview. Yeah, he just did an interview. He has this YouTube channel. Yeah, he put a video, a cooking video up he's like so the funny. day before. And he's also yeah, like hilarious funny. in Boondocks. Huh? Yeah, he hilarious. is Boondocks. Now, hear me. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. And they're revamping it. How are they gonna do it, Adam? Hear me out. Okay. Here's what I suppose. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. <laughs> if Anne Magruder gets to this, what I suppose is uh, proposes. All right, still do it, mm-hmm. but Huey and Riley, they go live with Granddad's brother, who should be played by Don D.C. Curry. Mm. Who's Don D.C. Curry? I mean, yeah, Don, Don C. D.C. Curry. D.C. Curry, yeah. D.C. Curry. Don D.C. Curry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the one who, he played his brother on Next Friday. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He looked like a snitch, yeah. Yeah. It's about to be, it's a time. Like, it's the nasty time. It won't be... The same, but it would be Close. it would be yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean, something like that. That's what I that's what I propose. I, I didn't even think about that. that I hate docks. when we lose such great actors and whatnot. So anyway, you're Rest in peace. That's my final sip. My final sip is we have a freaking live show coming up, you guys. Yes, we do. I cannot wait. This is our second live show. Yes, that we, we are so freaking stoked. We have secured the facility. It'll be at the Rialto Theater. It'll be on January 22nd. 22nd, 22nd or 23rd? 23rd. I do 23rd. this all the time. 23rd. It's on the Thursday. 
Look for the, the link here shortly on our, yes, on our we'll socials. Yes, we'll be posting up links and everything like that. We're about so to promote the hell out of it. We need y'all we there. Are, we've been planning it for the last month or so. We still got a couple of months left. It's about to go down. It is about to be a good-ass, black-ass time. Yeah, y'all been asking for it for a while. And yes, we are, we are excited sorry. to do it. So starting off the new year in 2020 with a live show. And it's life. Hopefully from there, we're going to take it. Worldwide. We are so it's excited. Worldwide. All right. Yeah. With that, if there's nothing else... All right, I'm going to call this sip session. Don't know. Holla. Blessings. No.